It's the Bob and Tom Show. I love those funny video shows that just can't get enough. The cavalcade of concussions. Boy, that's funny stuff. <laughs> they're tripping in Poughkeepsie. They're slipping in Des Moines. But the ones that win 10,000 bucks are all trauma to the groin. <laughs> A trauma to the groin, boys. Trauma to the groin. And nothing's quite as funny. It's a trauma to the groin. There is no wit more pretty. There is no joke divine. Or limerick delicious as a trauma to the groin. One day while in the garden, I stepped upon a rake. The blow intense and accurate, an impression it did make. My children caught it all on tape, thought it was the funniest thing. And I choked a curse out through my tears as they began to sing. Oh, a trauma to the groin, boys, trauma to the groin. Nothing's quite as funny as a trauma to the groin. There is no wit more pretty, there is no joke divine. Her limerick, delicious as... As a trauma to the groin. Bravo. Well, I won the money, though I failed to see the joke. Hey, each to his own, I guess. And most of the dough, well, don't you know, paid the bill to the EMS. <laughs> so let us see a show of hands and let it be resolved that a trauma's much more funny if your own groin's not involved. <laughs> Nothing's quite as funny as a trauma to the groin. There is no wit more pretty. There is no joke divine or limerick delicious as a trauma to the groin. Ah, so uh, tribute to being hit in the balls. And, uh, and a news update on uh, uh, groins. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> Good morning. It's the Bob and Tom Show. That you may be grateful. Hang on, I, I forgot. You, it's been the weekend. You can't wait to talk. I, I realize that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. To say no, no, no. Go an ahead. Amazing tie-in. Go ahead. Hi, Christy. Hi, Chick. Hi there, Pat Godwin. Hey, Chick McGee. Hello, Josh Arnold. Chick. Hey there, Ace Cosby. In your face. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> There's uh, Willie Griswold. Beautiful day, folks. Beautiful uh, day. Willie's going to live forever. Never going to die. I'm Chick McGee. I'm alive. Here's Tom. That was a special request. Uh, we're continuing our Veterans Day requests. Uh, that goes out to uh, Tony Marlowe, United States Army, Vietnam, 1969 to 1970. Uh, there you go, Tony. Enjoy a little bit of uh, trauma to the groin. Uh, also, uh, <laughs> sending that one out to uh, Army Medic. Uh, Patrick Wanzer. Patrick, I hope your groin is just fine. And we do have groin news coming up today. Interestingly enough, um, a fascinating story about uh, groin protection. Huh. Uh, he's, he's, he's what about, off. What about right now, Tom? What are we doing right now? Well, I think we're talking about a fabulous weekend in the National Football League. They were in Munich yesterday. Did you see any of this? Did you? We had the game of the year with the Vikings and the Bills. It was yeah. up in the, the, the Munich thing. Um, uh, featuring the uh, Tampa, uh, which I switched my pick at the last minute on Instagram. I had Tampa, and I couldn't understand how they were three and a half point favorites over Seattle, so I switched it mm-hmm. and ended up instead of being uh, three and two for the week, I'm two and three. Oh, wow. oh. sad state of affairs, ladies and gentlemen. But still, the thing I uh, 
wanted to ask you, did you guys know that John Denver's like uh, Take Me Home Country Roads? Did you see the game yesterday morning? Uh, like at the two-minute warning in Munich, and the beer, this is like an Oktoberfest song, and they just started singing it during the football game. Who's he playing? No, no, they sing Take Me Home Country Roads That's as loud you, as you... In yeah. English? Yes, as wow. loud as you've ever heard it in Munich. You, you, I wish you would have seen it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I, I still don't understand why they do it, but they did it. Huh. I I try. I went online. Evidently, it's an Oktoberfest tradition. Wow! Ever since I don't know forty six. It happens I don't at know, Blues games too. St. The, the St. Louis Blues, they do it. Well, yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah evidently, the Munich's picked <laughs> wow. it up. I don't get it either. But it was amazing. You couldn't hear the guys doing play by play for this the crowd How singing weird. "Take Me Home Country." Very, very odd. Odd, Tom. Funny. Now, do you think they'll get a permanent NFL team? In Munich, before they'll get one in London? No, no, no. London uh, Jaguars. <laughs> oh, you think that's... <laughs> oh, that's done. Yeah, that's done. Uh, we'll see that in our lifetime. If not, uh, at the by the end, before 30, the Jaguars will be in London. Oh, at, so it may least. not be our lifetime. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. It may not be ours. It'll definitely be Willie's. <laughs> don't, okay, you, don't make me sad like that, ah, fellas. No, it's all right. <laughs> A lot of advances <laughs> in modern technology. Dad, I don't see why you can't be here until 2050, right? No, no, I, 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 I can't take much more. No. <laughs> Let's not do that. We do have an... No. And we got to say thank you to Jeff Saturday. for He's a miracle worker. What have we always said? Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. You got lucky. Um, big fan. You got oh. lucky. That's what Ace said. He's a handsome man. Now, yeah. Willie, uh, recount what Ace uh, texted you during well, you know, the game. The thing is, yeah. Ace is always a sportsman, and I think that yeah, there's yeah. pride in sportsmanship. Mm-hmm. And in the spirit of sportsmanship, uh, the Raiders had a pretty good play, and Ace texted me, in yo face. <laughs> in yo face. Y-O. One play. Well, One play in we yo face. We were up in the third quarter. There's nothing sadder than... Uh, <laughs> A presumptive is that a word? Trash talk. Yeah. There's nothing sad. Uh, although I was, I did get catch one thing. I love it when a team is way behind. There's like two minutes to go, and the team that's behind a guy makes a sack and has a huge celebration. Uh, <clears throat> by the way, pointless. It's it's over. And yes, uh, Jeff and video. I I owe you a pizza. Oh no, kidding. Yeah. That's right. There was a there was, there was a, a, bet a bet for, to, yeah. Totino's a pizza bet between yeah, Oscar and Ninety Nine Pizza Roll. Or I tell you pizza. what, I'm going to pick that up for you. <laughs> I'm just going to give you your two bucks back that I've got over here that I won from you, and you just now go goes ahead. to Oscar. That goes to Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. J.O., that's yours. Okay. Mr. Cosby is a diehard. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders fan, and Willie, then, a Colts fan, and the, that without was the revealing matchup. too much, uh, I know I know these things. I've seen them. Uh, Derek Carr, the quarterback for the Raiders, is having an emotional breakdown. Yeah, he did uh, tear up in the post game. He cried for I'm not sure, five minutes on camera. It was not. Uh, it's really? not pleasant, and I feel really horrible for him. Oh, uh, I'm not even a lot of pressure. Funny. A lot of pressure. Yeah, man. He said, I'm sick of it several times, and I love those guys a couple times because they've lost. Well, other than the Saints game, they've been in every game they've played. They've lost. uh, They're 0-6 in one-score games, and last year they were 7-2 or something. And, uh, yeah, they just can't take much. Second half of the season, I'm ready. Okay, well, if you're ready for the second half of the season, we are ready for you with our pigskin pick'em competition. And, of course, the Monday Nighter concludes the uh, official weekend 
So, Chick, now um, the, the Monday nighter, it's, it's the Eagles and your team, right? The undefeated Eagles and uh, Washington tonight. What so, is the spread, man? Uh, the the uh, <laughs> Washington football team getting, uh, I don't know, 38? No, it's... Uh, <laughs> whatever they got. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> however however no, many I'm they have. <laughs> Washington getting 11 tonight. Okay, so are you going to... Uh, no, God, no. You're not going to... No. Uh, so I'm not going to try to pressure you. No. Because it, yes, you are, and that's fine. That's what we do. I get it. How would you do I it, get Josh? It. How would you pressure him? Oh, I'd be like, ah, nah, chick, man. Look, sometimes uh, gambling is for uh, real men. <laughs> real men, and uh, it's okay not to take part. You don't have to step up. No. Okay, I appreciate that, guys. I you really can do. slug your way around your uh, don't, house don't. while others are... I understand no, Coles, is, Coles is having pressure. a sale on panties this week. No, no, no. <laughs> don't succumb no, to Here's the thing. Neither, neither one of them know what they're dealing with today. Okay? <laughs> oh, boy. It's fine. <laughs> really. I got, little, a lot, uh, I got a lot going on up here. Gotcha. Okay, so I'm... Oh, that's your I'm head? Good. Okay. Yeah, that's my head. Point okay, to my head. Uh, uh, no, up here. Okay, Josh. Yes. How was the fishing? Oh, terrific. Terrific, yeah. Did you catch anything? Oh, sure. Yeah, plenty of... White bass and some uh, Kentucky spots, spotted oh. bass and uh, largemouth, and yeah, they were biting. Well, Kentucky spots, isn't that what you got on that one trip down to Louisville yeah, once? Oh. It was Lexington. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> you got a little something south of the border, Lexington. did you? I'm surprised you didn't catch a cold with the drastic change in temperature. Oh, then. man, we went from 85 uh, Wednesday evening to... Uh, uh, 20. <laughs> but we were prepared, I layered think, up. I think the average, uh, almost everywhere in the country, was 20 below its normal. Yeah, yeah. crazy. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy. I missed uh, Friday because of my, the aforementioned stuff in my head. Yeah, but lunacy. And, uh, yeah, lunacy. That's right. Going loco? But, yeah, when I left, you guys, it was uh, 75 degrees, and now it's uh, check local listings uh, in the crisp. 20s. It's crisp. Yeah. crisp. It's yes. a fall day. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, good, sure great. glad I don't have two new puppies. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as I said, this is, uh, we've got the audio. Thank you, Dean. Uh, this is from Munich yesterday, and for some reason, the crowd, you explain me. You explain it. And it only gets louder. Kidding. Warsaw, Poland, Britz Krieg, the... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of inexplicable things those Germans do. It's, I, it, is, it is a little dicey. I don't want to see a bunch of blonde hair, blue eye guys singing about almost heaven. It's a yeah, little weird, know, right? You know, P- Pat Oswald has a great stand-up bit about he went to Germany to do some stand-up shows, and he goes, boy, or they don't have any, any uh, amusement uh, to joke about what happened during the war. <laughs> He's like, uh, no, you can't joke about it at all. They don't want to understand that. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So explain it to me, Einstein. Why do they do that? Explain to me. Can you explain that to me? We love John Denver. Why do they play that crappy song when the St. Louis Blues? Oh, Gloria? Had their big year, they played well, Gloria. Yeah, that was one of those superstitions. They, all, yeah. those, all sports teams have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a, it's yeah, sort of certain explain. random things get attached to certain teams. And yeah. Chick, did you notice uh, going to the first commercial break, they played the Scorpions. Yeah, a lot of Scorpions. Das Scorpions. Uh, <laughs> a, like lot a little, of, little uh, cliche there. A lot of oh, ACDC nice. in the... Uh, a lot of ACDC in the... Uh, well, Scorpions are from Germany. Germany, yeah. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Well, they like their metal in Germany. And they like their John Denver. I don't know. <laughs> 
How odd. I have no, no idea. A Pat, we have time. Can you Do you mind telling me that I love this story? When I was a kid. I was going out to L.A. for my first time, taking the Greyhound bus. I just started playing guitar. I was carrying it around. I had a little backpack. And you're, I, you're going out to Hollywood to become I a star. Indeed, well, trying to, yeah, my first first time. And um, <laughs> I get on this crowded bus with the guitar in my backpack. And in the back, a lady, uh, it's crowded. I'm just looking for a seat. And she goes... <laughs> Hey, look, it's John Denver. <laughs> place exploded with laughter. Well, odds are she's dead by now, so you, oh, yeah. you, you win. She's okay. long dead. Yeah. She all, all right, good. Thank you very much. Uh, coming up, we have some very exciting things in the news, uh, including something, uh, an interesting story about groin and trauma to the groin. Hmm. And we'll continue to play some of these uh, stacks of requests we got here for uh, veterans. Happy to squeeze some of this stuff in the show for you today, uh, and it'll, we'll get to it. Uh, throughout the morning, thank you very much. Right now, I want to remind you, the, of course, um, gift-giving season arriving shortly. And everybody knows, what's the number one gift? Well, of course, diamond stud earrings. That's where Steven Singer comes in at IHateStevenSinger.com. Steven has a very interesting new item out there. It's called the Anita Diamond Stud Earring Set. Under 300 bucks, so it's super easy to buy real diamonds for somebody. No phony sales, no haggling at Steven Singer Jewelers. Steven has the real diamond studs. They're flawless to the eye, near colorless. And they come in his famous, uh, well, with the famous full-value lifetime trade. And you can trade up anytime. Also, a 100-day, 100% no-hassle money-back guarantee from Steven Singer Jewelers. So you can't go wrong. If he or she doesn't like it, back they go. Free shipping both ways. Get the details at IHateStevenSinger.com. Once again, the Anita Diamond Stud Earrings. And uh, I got a, a nice letter uh, from a guy about how I pronounce it, Anita. I was uh, saying it's Anita as in... I like to be in America, and uh, and uh, I was he goes it's Ineda, but what was most interesting about this uh, letter was the gentleman signs it I st- I am stomping on butterflies. Hmm. Anyone want to help me? I have no idea what you're talking about. No, right I don't know what that is. Either. This guy said this is he wrote me a letter about pronouncing Anita diamonds and earrings, but he's a P.S. Ace's jokes of the day are the highlight of my night as I drive from Sacramento to Reno. You got to be kidding, <laughs> a wise man! In a truck. <laughs> then he says, "P.S. I am stomping on butterflies." Not exactly sure what you mean, sir, but it's it's okay with my me. My God, I can't imagine what that might mean, and why would you say it? And there, it's pronounced in Anita. the middle of an ad, no less. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, everything was fine until uh, the butterflies mind? got, which is slang for, uh, you know, <laughs> butterflies, we call them uh, teenagers, of course. Oh, I, 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 serial I just got Tom! I just, look at here. Wrap it up! <laughs> this, you don't have to read everything. Nationally known jewel, jeweler canceled due to <laughs> Proud Boy <laughs> code message. No. This, guy, this guy just says, <laughs> don't do it! I don't do it again! <laughs> That's I hate Stephen Singer. There we are. Tell yeah. him. Yeah. Tell him somebody else. Diamond so, Somebody else sent you. Hey, some say the greatest NFL game in the history of the world happened <laughs> yesterday. I hope you saw it. We'll talk about. Okay, it good. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. 
What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show at the Poetry for Neanderthals Not Safe for Work Edition News Desk. It's Christy Lee. Hi, Chick. And a swell scarf. Thank you. I think I'd wear that. That's, Would you? That's beautiful. Oh, uh, there's Pat Godwood. Hello. You can borrow it anytime. Well, thank you. I might. And when I, if I need to feel pretty. <laughs> okay. There's uh, Josh Arnold. Hello, Josh. Chicky. Hey, there's Ace Cosby. Hey. Manning the track phone hotline. Hot phone. There's Willie Griswold. Good morning, man. Look at the smile on that guy's face. He's happy guy over he's here. He's never going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. We'll get some coffee in here. I'm going to. And here's the crowd from Munich. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, 70,000 Germans. <laughs> in English? Yeah. Was this a big hit over there? Or I, dude, I got no idea. Where I, wasn't it a big hit? You know, that's the thing. Where wasn't it a big hit? Take me home, country roads. Yeah, I don't know. West Virginia, almost heaven. Isn't West the big Virginia. star over there the guy from uh, that? Uh, what's Hasselhoff. His name? What's his name? Hasselhoff. David, David Hasselhoff. He's the big, big star. The Hoff. They call him the Hoff. He's going to tour over there in the, the new year. Is that right? He's a musician, right? He plays. Well, well he's, he's, he's a singer. Okay. He sings and poses. I, I, whatever. And eats cheeseburgers on the floor, drunk. <laughs> that, remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. That was everywhere for a while. Man, that embarrassing. Was, you know, I, I was watching that going, I, the only difference between me and Hasselhoff is no one no one video. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. I, I, mean, I, I must have missed here. this. So what was he doing there? No, it was, it's a famous viral his, video. His right? daughter filmed it. Yeah, yeah. His he's daughter, drunk. He's drunk as a skunk. On the carpet. Yeah, he's, right. he's laying on the floor. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's hardwood or carpet. But, uh, <laughs> And he's like, num, 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 you know, mumbling like you do when you're drunk mm-hmm. and uh, eating cheeseburgers and french fries. It was are they on a thing. plate or are they on the floor? Um, I, I it don't was just in know. his hand. He's like, okay. Yeah. okay. It, was, it was something else. <laughs> I really haven't allocated enough time in my life to watch the off. Uh, uh, this was uh, one of the first viral videos, right? Yeah, because yeah, it was yeah. quite a while ago. Yeah. Mm, okay, well, um, right up there with Pam and Tommy Lee. Well, he's famous for Knight Rider here and yep. Baywatch Worldwide. Baywatch. Oh, okay. All right. I never watched a moment of it. So Remember sorry. Baywatch? Running. They should always be <laughs> running. <laughs> yeah. Red one-piece bathing suits? Come on. I, I, honestly, I've never seen a second of that I don't show. see you laying on a beach somewhere. <laughs> Elbowing your buddy, going, oh, look at the set on her. I don't see you ever, <laughs> doing, I don't see you ever doing that. Yeah, you're correct. I oh. have better oh. things to do. Oh. Uh, enjoy, certainly enjoy a nice beach. You, do you have any friends that you'd mm-hmm. even think of doing that with? I mean, hey, check her out. No. Hubba, hubba. I, I, I can't remember you You ever, and Mark sitting there yeah. having a beer, you know, checking out the scenery. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm on the beach, I'm looking for shade. <laughs> Sun, sunscreen, shade. Yeah, maybe a, maybe a boat to go shade. sailing in. Do something important. Mark and his onesie. <laughs> Do something important. 
<laughs> Even on the beach. Wait a minute. Oh wait a minute. Mark it a onesie. Let's go back there. I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> People are relaxing. Hey, why don't you go sail, buddy? Yeah. How about you go continue? I'm going to do something important. I'm sailing. <laughs> <laughs> You're wasting your time. You're a one-man party, Could aren't we, you? Uh, move you enjoy the female form, of course, right? Oh, sure. Oh, here's, here's more. Uh, Country Roads 2 from Munich. Here we go. Acapella. Because, of course, play has started, so they have to shut off the... It's when the tank's rolling. <laughs> I, I was stunned by this. They were running a play, and the crowd could give a damn. <laughs> They're there for the party. Yeah. That's boy, I did see anyway. some. Uh, I did see some drinking beer in that crowd. Boy, oh boy! Isn't was... the German beer significantly more alcohol infused? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. sorry. Okay. Uh, well, uh, what, what else happened in the NFL? Uh, well, uh, the Vikings beat the Bills in overtime. Insane game. Uh, however, as we all know, you know, there's an old saying among us athletes. <laughs> <laughs> I played high school football. That's right. The ball knows, Tom. You know what that means? No. The ball knows. Let's say there's a bad call. Well, it, it'll rectify itself during the playing of the game because the ball knows. Does that make sense? Yeah, I know where you're going you know with that. Sure. Well, it's not true. Baseball, I mean, basketball, football, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All a karma thing. Like absolutely. Yeah. Entire because yeah. yesterday, uh, the Vikings win 33-30 <laughs> in overtime. Uh, however, the uh, NFL and the uh, officials have admitted they made a mistake The NFL senior vice president of officiating acknowledged there was a breakdown in the instant replay process during overtime, a pivotal play late in the Vikings' victory over Buffalo. Walt Anderson told reporters Gabe Davis's 20-yard reception along the sideline, 24 seconds left in regulation, should have been reviewed before the Bills ran another play to kick a field goal to tie the game. Was that the pass interference call? No, that was uh, Gabe Davis diving out of bounds, and the ball kind of hit the ground, and everybody could see it, but Josh Allen wisely hurried up and ran a play, so they couldn't review it. Gotcha. But normally, they go, timeout, let's stop and take a look at this, but they didn't. So the Bills kicked a field goal, tying it at 30-30. Well, the ball knows. In overtime, Josh Allen throws uh-huh. an interception, and the Vikings win 33-30. There you go. So the See? right, the correct outcome was achieved, regardless Once. of a mistake. <laughs> Once. No, that's not. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to let you get me down. This <laughs> I'm going to play. Every time you upset me, I'm playing the plays. Everybody. What was the town in West Virginia where you were a DJ, baby DJ? Uh, Welch, Welch, West Virginia. Beautiful MacDowell County. I like their uh, grape juice. Actually, at the time, MacDowell County, I think, M-A-C-D-O-W-E-L-L, was the most depressed county in the United States of America. <laughs> and then you left and the numbers went back up. <laughs> wow! Oh. I'm sorry. Weren't you here earlier when you said... No, no, I'm not going to let him get to me today. Yeah, that a boy, chick. Thank you. I'm yes. not going to let you get to me today, Tom. Stay above it. That's right. I'm right up here, Daddy. Don't get mired down in this right up here is where I'm emotional bog that is Tom's friendship. West Virginia.
up, yo. I just T-balled that out of the stadium. <laughs> that was the best unconscious. Pardon me? Do you listen to Do I listen to myself? Of course not. I'm completely full of crap. A beautiful red flag that was sent to us by our friends in South Dakota K. Yeah, the Jackrabbits. Look, my dad is the same color as this red flag. I know, yeah. He has turned completely I, red. So sometimes you just have to throw Wouldn't you out. agree, though, that was the best unconscious setup I've ever had in my life? Yes, that oh, was that was okay. beautiful. So anyway, the ball knows, Tom. Always remember that. No, um, I did not watch the game in Germany. Um, were a lot of people wearing the various well, jerseys the, of the teams? As uh, Kurt Warner said. Oh, by the way, Rich Eisen yesterday, they had the uh, the Cracker Jack crew doing the play-by-play. <laughs> Good God. Anyway, uh, there was a, a, a stop on fourth down or whatever, and Rich Eisen, nine! <laughs> he started yelling. <laughs> <No>. German. <laughs> but anyway. I mean, it uh, was... Third and nine. They kept yes. They kept saying uh, that it was like a Super Bowl week. They, it reminded them of the Super Bowl. That's why the NFL's expanding to Munich. Because, cool. Yeah, in Germany, they're they're NFL crazy there. They had an unbelievable uh, video of I. It looked like thirty five thousand fans outside the stadium waiting to get in oh before the gates opened. It was nuts. And people wear jerseys of all the NFL teams yeah. when they. Is it awkward when, they, when there's a blitz? <laughs> the whole crowd just kind of they old. did they did run down terms like uh, a buccaneer in germany is a sauerbrun or something i'm sure sure and then they, they did but then they said blitz is, is blitz in germany uh, yeah. we'd yeah. like to thank you for the term that we use <laughs> when we uh destroyed your country oh. thank you yeah <laughs> G.I. Joe came over here. And that was the game that you, you switched your pick on. Yeah, I had Seattle. I had Tampa Bay, and then I switched it to Seattle. And damn it, if Tom Brady didn't come out there like he... Mm. You think he went to Germany and had some kind of uh, rejuven- rejuvenation? Uh, oh, he went to the same place where Keith Richard went, did a complete blood transfusion. Oh, is that oh. it? Yes, from a bunch mm. of 13-year-old virgins. See, that thing, uh, that thing's, uh, it's okay in Germany. Mm-hmm. People go there for uh, really? all sorts of... Yeah. Oh, How would you rather get your blood from... Thirteen-year-old non-virgins. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's problematic. <laughs> but anyway, what the hell's wrong with you? Why, why did you say that? <laughs> Funny. <laughs> See, that's what you do, Christy. You say something totally insensitive if it's going to get a laugh. Okay. That's the that's the test you see for jokes. Are people <laughs> laughing? Shakespeare, did you watch a Tom Brady slip in that game? Growing up a Colts fan, I've never liked Tom Brady. I always like to watch him fall down. It's yeah, a yeah. good time. Yeah, yeah. He's over 45 now. Yeah. Not as fun. That's no. just an old man falling. Yeah. You see that in the grocery store, it makes you sad. They, uh, you kind things. of flinch because you're like, did he break a hip? Exactly. <laughs> uh, Tampa Bay wins 21-16, by the way. Maybe we should say that. But uh, they did have a formation yesterday where Leonard Fournette, the running back for the Buccaneers, took the uh, direct snap, and Tom Brady was split out wide like a wide receiver. And... Uh, uh, Fournette was supposed to throw him the ball, which he did, but the Seahawks were on to it. The first time, Brady was wide open, but something happened. Didn't he so fall down? T- that's when Tom Brady fell yeah. down. So it's a trick play? So Yeah, it's somewhat of a trick play. So the second time they How tried How far away it, is Brady? 
Uh, he split out wide, like a wide receiver, cool. close to the sideline. I line. think this falls into the category of razzle dazzle. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> yes, I, I, well, I can't wait for someone to do the Statue of Liberty again. But, you know what that is, Christy? <laughs> no, well, the, I don't. The quarterback. I've been hijacked. This is the classic, classic uh, playground football classic move. At all. The quarterback goes back. It's embarrassing. And yeah. then, then a guy comes back around and grabs the ball back there and takes off. See? <laughs> Statue, Statue of Liberty. Instead oh, of the torch, they, they used to do that in the sixties. Okay, sixties, eighteen sixties. Didn't the three the ball was round? Oh, yeah, absolutely. The three Stooges ran it. Yeah. Leatherheads. Check the pros never did it, did they? Uh, probably. I think Sid Luckman probably did it, or somebody <laughs> for the Bears. I would think. But anyway, Tom Brady's talking about this. They asked him about it after the game, and he said, "What? What were you?" And the thing I thought was funny was that he said. Well, I went over there after the play because he fell down again, and the guy, the Seahawks, intercepted it and started their comeback. Um, but he said, I, I was trying to talk to Lenny, and I told him, uh, you should have thrown it uh, deeper or something. And I thought it was funny that you – have you ever seen Leonard Fournette? He's quite the imposing uh, sure. running back, yeah, yeah. LSU okay. and Tampa Bay. He's, But I don't think anyone – why would you call him Lenny? He doesn't seem like a Lenny to me. Maybe they're buddies. Lenny and Squiggy, I guess. I don't know. But I would still call him Leonard if I were friends with Leonard. You would call him Mr. Fournette. Mr. Fournette. <laughs> Hi, Mr. Fournette. You missed it on Friday. We had uh, Braun Strowman in here. Oh, he was fabulous. From the WWE. Yeah. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a, oh, he Josh. was so cool and I so funny. You, I bet you he's singing this when they're singing. <laughs> I am hot Strowman. <laughs> Was, I'm uh, sorry, I can't get over it. He it's was amazing. a big guy. I said, who's the biggest guy you've ever picked up in the ring? And he said, oh, last week I picked up a guy that was 500 pounds. Wow. Huh. And I said, He's, it was really funny, super nice. What's the brawn and... Well, Braun doesn't. Yeah, 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 he sure does. Yeah, Christy uh, got to stroke his beard. Oh, oh cool. I did. It did things for me that I didn't think it was going to do. It, I got a problem. Right? Right? Oh, very soft. My. Nice guy. Very nice guy. Very cool. Now, um, what else is happening in the world of sports? Oh, uh, where were we? Uh, let's see. Uh, I was telling Ace that I don't know which is uh, better, uh, not worrying about Washington losing or uh, seeing the Cowboys lose. And I, the Cowboys losing is pretty good because Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers, it was it was old guy day yesterday in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers wins. Tom Brady wins. Matt Ryan. Uh, Matt Ryan wins. Jeff Saturday comes back to Jeff coach Saturday the Colts to wins. victory. Green, Remember Green. me calling that? Did I call it off the air or on the air? Where I said this is going to be one of those things where he's going to win because everybody's expecting him not oh, to. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Green Bay. A genius is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. You should be hailed. Thank you. Hail him. Mm-hmm. Somebody hail him. Will you? I- a hail to you, good sir. Uh, thank you, Will. You're, you're now on the protected scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> Green Bay beat Dallas 31-28. And uh, those who know, not me, but those who know, I've heard, I hear from those who know. I don't, uh, I'm not in those uh, roles. <laughs> uh, Mike McCarthy made the wrong decision. Instead of trying to kick the field goal, he went for it and uh, was denied. Or as they would say in Munich, denied. Uh, Green Bay beat Dallas 31-28. Uh, McCarthy says he's fine with the decision he made, and he stands by it, even though uh, I would think that Jerry Jones, owner of the Dallas Cowboys, is not too happy with the Cowboys going up there to Lambeau and and losing uh, to Green Bay on uh, an afternoon game like that in the NFL. It's horrible. Uh, More sports coming up, including... 
uh, world record. Isn't McCarthy going to have to go in front of uh, Jerry the, Jones uh, and them and let them know, hey, this was my decision? Well, and... it's more of a, it would be a hearing. Okay, so think. we'll just have to find out what comes out of the McCarthy hearings. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. good, good, good. We'll be uh, that. Some great obscure references this morning. Uh, uh, coming up, uh, we're going to learn about what I've never heard of this before, a beard chain. Beard chain? Yes. Um, i got to get in on this. Uh, you couldn't. You'd be ineligible. What's that? What? You Why? To, because to be part of it, you have to have at least an eight-inch beard. Oh. And I've been, I've. Well, give me six weeks. I've found well, like six years. What am I? Three saying? versions of the story, but I, there's one key element missing in the story that I'm 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 going to have to work on trying to find out. Um, also, um, we had a couple of uh, sad deaths in the news. Yeah. As oh, opposed good. to the happy ones. Well, <laughs> that could be a new feature. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're glad they're gone. Uh, welcome back to we're, we're glad they're gone. Hey, welcome to Good Riddance. <laughs> <laughs> it's the happy show where we say well, between that and Virgin, you are really hitting on all <laughs> okay. the cylinders. I, I, this I that. that was that was that was Josh. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, that was. We have some happy Christmassy news and uh, some weird news about the uh, red light district in Amsterdam. Hmm. All coming up. Uh, here in the Bob and Tom Show. Right now, this portion of the Bob and Tom Show is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp, what is this all about? It's about online therapy. As they say, it's uh, okay to be not okay, but you can work on yourself. That's what therapy is all about. And BetterHelp has therapists trained to help you figure out some of the challenging emotions and things going on in your life. BetterHelp will connect you. In fact, they've connected 3 million people with licensed therapists. The interesting part about this is it's done online and it can be um, uh, just, um, you can be vocalizing. You could be, even if you want, if you don't want to be on camera, you don't have to be. Um, it, maybe you just want to go texting back and forth. That's all possible with BetterHelp. Learn some coping skills and uh, help yourself deal with various traumas, et cetera, et cetera. Find out what I'm talking about by going to BetterHelp.com slash BT Show. Adding the BT Show part saves you 10% on the first month at BetterHelp.com slash BT Show. Everybody deserves to feel their best. We want you to feel better. And this might be a good solution for you. Once again, it's all done online. BetterHelp.com slash BT Show. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, BetterHelp.com slash BT Show. Also, coming up, when are you the happiest in life? (laughs) They asked a bunch of old people, and we'll find out what they said. This is the Bob and Tom Show. This NFL season, every Westwood One NFL broadcast streams live for free. Listen in the NFL app on westwoodonesports.com, via Westwood One station streams, or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. If it's the NFL, it's on Westwood One. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show at the Poetry for Neanderthals Not Safe for Work Edition News Desk. It's Christy Lee. Hi. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hello. There's Josh Arnold. Hey, Chick. Hey, man. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. There's Willie Griswold. Hey, man. I'm Chick McGee, and here's here's Tom Griswold. Thank you very much. We are still going to be playing uh, Veterans Day requests. I know Veterans Day was last week, but not here. We like to celebrate the veterans all the time. Mm-hmm. So um, we've got a stack of requests. We're going to squeeze a bunch of them in. Right now, we're uh, dipping our toes into the world of sports with Chick McGee. Well, and I sort of kind of have a semi-explanation as to how this happened yesterday during the NFL's game in, in Munich. This is the German crowd singing the words to Country Roads. By John Denver. Uh, 
we we've all forgotten John Denver's real name. What is it? It's like Bud Dusseldorf. Or? It's Duschendorf. There's an S in there. It's I, I want to say Duchendorf, but there's an S in there. So maybe the, the fact that he's German, maybe ah. they picked up on that, ah. I guess. I, I don't know. So there you go. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very popular. And you know who, I think who co-wrote it was uh, Bill Danoff. Does that ring a bell to you, Tom? Yeah, wasn't he the guy from uh, Afternoon Delight? That's exactly right. Starland Vocal Band, Bill Danoff. Ta- Bill and, do you remember uh, Mrs. Taffy? Danoff? Taffy Danoff. Oh, my That's God, exactly you guys. Right. Bill and Taffy. <laughs> you know, I, and I remember we were discussing Hi, this welcome. once before. This is my wife, Taffy. That's embarrassing. Yeah. It, it, but it, it's hard to be, take someone seriously with a name like that. Sure. But I uh, grew up with someone who has a similar name. I won't say what it is, but it, and as it happens, this person is like incredibly... Uh, gifted and smart and has a really serious job now well now I, this update from nuclear explosions and yeah, Albu- I mean, albuquerque new mexico uh, yeah. there's a uh, taffy wilson <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it is possible yeah. sometimes it's taffy sounds more like a stripper name than a nuclear physicist but it is possible taffy's a pet's name right taffy wouldn't you name a chinchilla taffy yeah that'd be a good name for a chinchilla yeah. <laughs> and i miss my chinchilla yeah, we don't we okay do. next <laughs> Remember that? We're standing it's time in, for another one. We're standing not not 20 yards from here. <laughs> she came in and told me and Tom, I'm getting a chinchilla. She walked out. And Tom looked, that's going to go well. <laughs> it went great. It went great. For 12 years. Man, that, I remember seeing that thing for the first time. It was like a fielder's glove. It come to life. It was the weirdest looking thing I've <laughs> oh, ever seen. Hey, did you see the Babe Ruth thing? What happened to Babe Ruth? I didn't see Babe Ruth is dead. Glove. Is there a the, breaking yeah, glove? The, oh, it, oh yeah, 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 yeah. His baseball yeah, glove I sold for, that. was it like 1.4 million? Yeah, and it look, look, looks like a little kid's Yeah, it looks like a toy glove. Yeah, it, it's beat up. and. Well, you know, Babe Ruth was only a 5'6". 1.53 no, million. People forget that. <laughs> He was like Danny DeVito out there. That's completely false. Boy, uh, well, I can really I'll, sock a home run. His batter box was so low. That's why he got so many hits. Wow. They had, you have to, you have to pitch to him. Chick, you got it. <laughs> well, we got a, 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 Bob, a new feature of the Bob and Tom Instant Request. Yes. Instant Request. This, 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 may, this may or may not instant, work. I'm so sorry. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Um, Air Force vet. 18.5 years. Still going. Currently stationed in England. This is from John. John! Can we hear an Ace Cosby joke of the day every hour? Come on! No. <laughs> every hour. What did we do to you, John? Cosby, here he is with his joke of the day. What's Irish and stays out? Doors year round. All right, I'm just going to say real quick. This is one of my all time favorite jokes. Uh, I, I'm sorry. What's Irish? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's I, Irish and I know the answer and I love. I don't it. know the answer. What's yeah, Irish and stays outdoors year round? Patio furniture. <laughs> Tom's laughing. Okay. There it is. Well, uh, John, so you good. are. You asked for it. <laughs> we, we appreciate your service, yeah, only, but not all that much right now. Uh, only, good. <laughs> only three more of those to go. So. Uh, John, man. I'm going to save this. John, uh, over there in the UK. A okay. uh, baseball glove personally donated by Babe Ruth to St. Louis Browns third baseman Jimmy Austin. Sold Saturday at the 19th Annual Louisville Slugger Museum and Factory. Oh, I bet they had a big uh, big meal oh. for everybody up there at the top, top of the, of the bat. bat. Yeah. Finest yeah. rotational dining. The finest in overhead rotational oh, dining. Okay. There, are, there are many rotational <laughs> restaurants, but not many that are overhead. Okay, please. The previous record is that it was sold for $1.53 million, Tom, oh. shattering the record paid for a baseball glove. The previous record, uh, 387 dollars for Lou Gehrig glove. 
sold with Sotheby's in 1999. In 2013, a Jackie Robinson Club, believed to have been used in both 55 and 56 World Series, sold for 373. The Ruth Glove, manufactured by Spald, Spalding, for Ruth's use uh, from 1927 to 1933. Oh, an audio recording from 1964 used in the glory of their times captures Austin discussing the glove and pounding its leather with his hand. Ooh. My childhood memories with my Uncle Jim are very dear to me. Susan Kolakoff, niece of Jimmy Austin, said. Now, how much statement. can I get for this glove? Yeah, now, how much is. can I get for yeah. this glove? Yeah. This is absolutely priceless. I would never sell it for how much. My memories with Jimmy, how much? Uh, 1.53 million. Apparently, you can put a price on that. My memories of my uncle are very special, and they are uh, up for sale. If you uh, have any interest at all. Well, and for those of you who haven't seen it, look, yeah. it does look like a. It looks like Except we got a peanuts. Yeah. Yeah. It's very primitive. Looking. Very, very little padding, if any, inside. No. So it's just like a big leather glove. Yep. Schroeder, go put that on you. Go play right field. Yeah, it, it, looks, it looks like a, a, a extra large work glove. Right. Yes, it does. That's all they were. Spalding, Babe Ruth signed. Yeah, it's right there. Oh, that's great. Didn't you have a signed, uh, what was your, uh, I want to say I had a glove signed by Elroy Face. Oh, no. remember one of my favorite. I don't um, know. My glove was, was signed. I mean, actually signed by Bob Feller. Actually signed. Yeah, I, I, Mr. Feller came to our summer camp, and uh, <laughs> remember he talked kind of like this. Like no, like yeah, kind, kind, kind of a denture thing. Kind of I think I was. He was the first fast uh, fastball pitcher that uh, w- took advantage of uh, media because there were a lot of newsreels at the time uh, where he could. They had uh, sports, Wasn't he sports 18 cars. Eighteen years old when he was throwing at ninety some miles an hour. Yeah, I remember there were sports cars, and they had a sports car f- flying by him, and to see if he could uh, throw faster than a speeding sports car <laughs> or something. It was yeah, and a horse. He throw faster than a horse. He did that a couple times. Well, a horse can't throw very fast at all. My, my glove was oh, also faster than the horse galloping Willie. I thought it would be a good time. <laughs> Nobody got on board. We with think that. you knew. <laughs> You what were just meant. trying to manipulate what I said. I, I think yeah, I think he's right. Who was your glove signed by? <laughs> Elroy Face. Elroy Face. Where'd you meet Face. Mr. Face? I didn't. No, it was no. I didn't have it actually signed by. It was manufactured by whoever, and they put it. It was an Elroy Face. Oh, oh, it was his no. signature glove. No, mine yes. was actually signed by. Bob I Taylor. know because he came. Boy, he's such an elite. <laughs> is that the elitist? Yeah. Of course, I went to summer camp, and Mr. Bob Feller was there. <laughs> certainly, <laughs> certainly. He, uh, yes. he, of course, we'd stand out in a canoe out in the middle of the lake and he'd throw us a ball. We'd, I say, we'd uh, wait, Bob Feller, where's the spinnaker? I want to go sailing. Yes, <laughs> I'm doing something important. I'm sailing. Uh, Elroy Leon Face. Dick Davileo signed it too, the great uh, Venezuelan. Oh my God. Elroy Leon Face, nicknamed the Bullpen Baron. An American (laughs) professional football uh, baseball relief pitcher. 17 year major league career, primarily with the Pirates. Wow. Uh, he's still alive. He's 94. Is that wow. right? That can't be possible. Oh, we've got to get that glove of yours autograph. we got to get... <laughs> we, we had the best hurry. Good, oh, good luck to him. Yeah, well, yeah. coming up, we have um, interviews with the elderly <laughs> that are kind of interesting. You'll be, And plus, we have something new for your groin. How about that? You're, you're really excited about the story. I don't, You've been talking about it for an hour. When you hear what it is, I think you're going to have the same question I do. I'm not sure this is going to be more helpful or more problematic. Is it for both male and female? Yeah, and it's and it's something that we'll probably be seeing everywhere in three or four years. Did you know females don't have a penis? <laughs> Pretty interesting. <laughs> nope. 
Just one of the many differences between men and, and women. if they do have a penis, it's in their purse. How about that? Wow. Anybody? Did you discover this uh, while you were in the Ozarks? I did. Uh-huh. I said, uh, guys, uh, <laughs> this has been a great makeout session, but I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Well, Josh, I am your brother. Because if you maybe call, maybe less beer would be yeah. the those way are to the go. only uh, people on the trip. Were, so you're implying he made out with his brother during the fishing trip, right? Right. You're welcome. We'll be right. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Text us at eight 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 two six two eight six six one. More Bob and Tom next. State law. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show at the Poetry for Neanderthals Not Safe for Work Edition News Desk. It's Christy Lee. Hi. Hi. There's Pat Godwin. Hey. There's Josh Arnold. Hey, Chick. Hey, man. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. Manning the track phone hotline hot phone. There's Willie Griswold. Morning. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. We're break away from the sports desk for just a moment. Well, okay. We have an unusual request <laughs> here. Um, uh, uh, Pat, I'm, we're trying to do... Uh, 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 veteran requests uh, from um, uh, some of the great men and women, uh, veterans of the various uh, military forces, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, this one it requires me to read a news story to get this request to make sense. Um, uh, That'll from, give me time to look for it. Yes, Dateline, Maryville, Tennessee. A Tennessee man has been jailed on felony charges after allegedly dipping his testicles into a container of salsa that was being delivered to a customer who had ordered the food online. Uh, now, you'll recall this story. The delivery driver allegedly recorded the testicle dipping and posted the video online. So this is where the word allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> when you've got the guy on video, I mean, how alleged is I? I don't know. Um, and then uh, the guy is saying as he's dipping his testicles into the salsa, this is what you get when you give an 89 cent tip for an almost 30 minute drive. Mm. Apparently, this is a system in which one tips in advance. Sure. Um, the passenger, a 31-year-old uh, Howard Matthew Webb, was arrested in charge with adulteration of food. Hmm. Um, the, uh, his, I guess, girlfriend was driving the vehicle. Um, but it's referred to here, Mr. Webb, the alleged salsa testicle dipper. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like, like the worst Batman villain? Yeah. <laughs> Bad appetizer. Uh, oh, it's I, the testicle dipper. Hmm. <laughs> um, and, dip, uh, dip, dip, dip. <laughs> <laughs> dip, 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 dip. Get out of here, Dip, 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 dip. I'll dip you. <laughs> now, so uh, what I don't understand about this story is the timeline. Did they, I, I assume that the lady got the salsa and ate it, and then the video appeared, and then it followed through. I guess. Probably. Yeah. She was quoted as saying the salsa was delicious, and it reminded her of her high school prom night. Oh, God. <laughs> so really, there's no, so she didn't press any charge. It was very... That's not true. <laughs> it brought back nice memories for her. So the salsa was literally, literally tainted. Mm, yeah. <laughs> if, he, if he dipped far enough. Pat, you apparently composed the song about this. Arriba! I dip my balls in the salsa. I dip my balls in the salsa. I call it balsa. That's balls in the salsa. That's what you get for not dipping. Yes, my balls I am dipping. 
By the way, Mr. Cheapo, your taco was in my bunghole. Oh, <laughs> but balls in salsa. Balls in salsa. I call it balsa. Dip, dip, dip. Oh, man. And I believe we have the Batman character to do the last part of that song, right. the dip, dip, dip. Dip, dip, dip. <laughs> <laughs> You're ruining our wedding. Dip, 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 dip. <laughs> so so the, the lesson learned here, a couple things. First of all, tip properly, please. Of course. Well, here's the thing. this That lady could have had a 20 waiting for them when they arrived. Right. Mm-hmm. You can still tip in cash. Mm-hmm. So how do you think if she had like a 20, do you think, oh, uh, uh, thank you, and uh, I'll take oh, the salsa. The <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You may not want to. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> when you just knock it out of her hand? Oh, let me oh, get you a new one. Uh-huh. <laughs> or not give it to her. Man, oh, sorry. I forgot the salsa. Sorry. And uh, the other lesson, I guess, is make sure you order hot food. Yeah. Oh. I, I hear what you're saying. No one's going to dip their balls in mm, scalding French onion pizza. Soup. You don't see that French onion. <laughs> 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 There's probably well, some guy right now turned on by that. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, testicular boy. pizza. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I really dragged my, my nuts across the pizza. <laughs> what the uh, heck? Not greasy pizza. Feels good on the bag. <laughs> Do, uh, what's the legal term for adulterization of food? Um, let me look up. Here's the article. It says, uh, uh, yeah. I was charged with, uh, infanta. Uh, let's see. All right. Take your time. <laughs> it's okay. We're, we're building a joke here, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Pretend, pretend this is a podcast. Yeah. I was charged with uh, childization of food once. What's, yeah. I put sprinkles on a filet mignon. Uh, Something a child might. Uh, that's very good. <laughs> that would be that would be sort of that would be kind of a nice uh, column. You know, one of those sort of semi-humorous columns that they would have in the New York Times. Well, you know, well, don't, Russell Russell Baker. 10,000 words, one's half joke. <laughs> you remember those columns. Doesn't uh, <laughs> uh, children come from testicles, though, so maybe... Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. A nice effort, Josh. Thank you. And yeah, thank yeah. You, thank you for walking us through it. <laughs> well, I, you know what? I was supported so well by uh, by the likes of Willie. Sure. told me to take my time, really uh, <laughs> let this happen. Of course, he regretted that, that advice uh, as soon as the... The so-called punchline came out. <laughs> There's a something interesting. Um, it, it, I'm reading verbatim from this story, which is from the Associated Press. It says, uh, um, this guy was put behind bars. Good. At the time of this writing, he remains behind bars pending a, pending a hearing. Wow. I mean, this kind of stuff has to be nipped in the bud immediately. Yeah, he was charged with, the, according to this, the wording, verbiage is adulteration of food. Once again, dipping his testicles into salsa. Now, th- my question then would be, how do you clean up? What do you oh. Mean, do you, oh, while you're in the car? Yeah. yeah. It was the, la- the lady. Well, they have napkins. <laughs> So hey. the, the lady he's delivering to him goes, well, better than napkins. <laughs> Not yeah. only is oh, there, I, are there pubes in my salsa, <laughs> no napkins. No napkins. Is, who, I'm curious, who was he delivering to? Is that an old German lady he was delivering to? <laughs> yeah, she went, I, that's, that's all that just went over there. I don't know why. <clears throat> so sprinkles on a fillet, huh? My friend is a delivery driver, and she delivered to a uh, a motel and she knocked. I'm not, this is not a joke, Willie. So, <laughs> she knocked, and the door opened a little bit. And out came a uh, male member. Oh, really? Yes. What? Did she slam the door? She, it's apparently it, for this service, you have to, you can request 
that uh, the delivery driver needs to get a code. So you go, hey, what's your code? Uh, and and uh, so she yelled, hey, what's your code? And he said it was like 6969, of course. And so she was able to, and so she just dropped the food and left. And she's a lesbian, and uh, so it was even more of a bummer for uh. her. You know what I mean? You think I think this redeems the previous joke I don't, I don't because so, this is this so, is all true. So, this is so disturbing. Was the guy that's his thing? Yes, apparently. Was it like an invitation open that she would go, Oh, oh would you like me well, to come he, in? He was barking up the wrong tree, but <laughs> yeah. uh, has that ever worked? Yeah, there's no I, way. I've always I've always wondered about the guys that expose themselves in parking lots. Is it like, well, Seven years ago, it worked for me. Maybe it'll work again. I mean, is that the logic? I don't know, but it turns out that this guy always requests somehow for female. Or what he'll do is if if it's not a female driver, like, you know, it'll say, so-and-so will be delivering right. your food. He cancels it until it's a female. Oh, so, so there that's have been issues. They haven't arrested him yet? No, and she called the police, and the police came. and was like, eh, technically, there's nothing we can do because he was still inside the room. Like there was some weird. She should have grabbed the door handle and shut the door. <laughs> she absolutely. That won't happen again. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks for your tip. <laughs> I'll, give you a I'll tip. keep the whole thing. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's she gotta was... hurt to get that cut off. Uh, yeah, that must. Oh, yeah, God. yeah, yeah. But my friend is okay. She's still doing it. Okay, very so, good, yeah. very good. Thank you very much. Is that uh, still a lesbian? Also, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, very I didn't swear. Um, we have. Uh, <laughs> we're being uh, actually we're being tweeted uh, different German terms um, from the uh, NFL game in Munich yesterday. Our listeners, who are the best listeners? Our, our ours. Our, yeah, our, our no listeners doubt. are amazing. They're sending us. Um, uh, this gentleman has a video from him. He was in Oktoberfest. In Munich at Oktoberfest in 2019, and he recorded them, uh, everybody singing Country Roads. Cool. And um, uh, the German word for long snapper is, uh, let me get this right, <laughs> labia be flapping. <laughs> sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're getting, uh, we're getting things like that. So uh-huh. very, very exciting. <laughs> so that may or may not be accurate. It may or may not be accurate. Okay. A buccaneer, though, is Seer, Seer Blauter or something like that. Mm. So... Uh, but they were they were singing country roads yesterday at the, at the NFL game. This is the crowd in Germany yesterday while they're playing. Tampa Bay is running a play at this point. So it's as Christie said, it's really about being at the party. Yeah, of they, course they know how to party. And you've been to have you been to in person to an NFL game in the last couple of years? Uh, I have not. It is a um, there is so much non football stuff happening yeah. every second yeah. because there's so much downtime. I think the last NFL game I was at was a Monday nighter against the Cowboys at FedEx Field, and I got to put Mark, uh, Mark and I went. Um, that's the night the Cowboy fan was picking on a lady. This is a true story. Picking on a fellow Redskin at the time fan, and uh, but he had a rainbow wig on, and I came up behind him and pulled the wig off and threw it onto the field. <laughs> And he looked her. I did it in a way that he didn't know who did it behind uh-huh. him, and I was just standing there. And Mark's whispering in my ear, "Come on, Chick. Come on, Chick. Let's get out of here." <laughs> that was the uh, day I saw the uh, the cowboy toilet. They they have uh, toilets in the parking lot uh, that are decorated. <laughs> Redskins fan can come up and uh, pee in the toilet. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And that was remarkable because I actually saw signs that said "F the Cowboys." Only wow. the, the F was spelled out, and that Subtle. was the sign. Forget yeah. the Cowboys. Yeah, <laughs> entertaining. <Forget> the Cowboys. <laughs> Certainly. No, actually, it's not. Uh, uh, coming up in sports? 
Uh, coming up in sports, we got world records. Of course okay. we do. Heck yeah. Got some numbers for you. The number 52, 52% of men over the age of 40 experiencing some corn, uh, some some form, I should say, of, uh, of uh, ED, I'll be polite. Erectile dysfunction. That's where Roman comes in. Roman, R-O-M-A-N, the digital health clinic for men. They've got something interesting right now. Genuine FDA-approved medication uh, for ED for as little as 4 bucks a dose. Uh, no waiting room, no hassle, just a straightforward, convenient digital experience. What am I talking about? Well, grab your phone, grab your laptop. Uh, and you get uh, a free visit with a U.S. licensed healthcare professional. Work with you and see if uh, that is, in fact, something that's going to work for you. If the medication is appropriate, Roman will send it right to your door. They're famous for their free two-day shipping at Roman. And it, of course, comes in a discreet package. Now, here are the details. You check it out at a new address, by the way. It's ro.co slash show. Uh, R-O is in Roman. R-O dot C-O slash B-T show for 20% off your first order. Once again, um, four bucks a dose for ED medications uh, that are approved by the FDA. Find out all the details. R-O dot C-O slash B-T show. 20% off. That's R-O dot C-O slash B-T show. Coming up, interesting world records, one of them involving beards. And um, I'm still searching for the answer to one of my questions about this story. So I won't uh, I won't come after you, Chick, for not knowing because it's not made clear. Also, huge groin news, uh, huge crotch news for you coming up. Uh, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show at the Poetry for Neanderthals Not Safe for Work Edition News Desk. It's Christy Lee. Hi. There's Pat Godwin. Hello. Hello, Josh Arnold. Hey, Chick. Hello, Ace Cosby. Howdy. He's manning the track phone hotline hot phone. There's Willie Griswold. Hey, man. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. The little research. Um, Chick, you were um, pointing out that uh, while watching... The football game that took place in Munich, Germany yesterday. NFL game. Tampa Bay and Seattle, yes. Uh, They were playing this song. This is apparently amazingly popular in uh, Germany. This is the crowd. It hasn't been augmented. And I want to point out that Tampa Bay is running a play during this. At the two-minute uh, two-minute warning, yeah, um, it's nuts. Uh, that was, as you pointed out, that song started uh, by the people from. Uh, I just forgot the name of the show. Afternoon delight. What was that? Uh, Starland vocal band. Starland vocal. Uh, yeah. Bill and Taffy Danoff. Yes. Yeah. And then John Denver uh, heard part of it, and then he stepped in and finished it off. And uh, but I, I guess it was also huge in Europe immediately. Really? Huh. And there were cover versions of it were done. And uh, it was number two in Germany and number number two in England. Rammstein does a very good uh, cover. Of it. <laughs> I would love to hear country roll. I would love to hear a cover version of that. Well, yeah, apparently it was covered immediately, and it's a hugely successful song. So it's such a great sing along, though. Man. It's yeah. So fun, um, but largely written in a car. Oh, while while traveling what? through. What? Yeah. You know, Bill Danoff apparently was uh, had his guitar out and driving with Taffy through. Well, uh, well I West hope Virginia. Taffy was driving. Yeah, me too. It's hard to play guitar and drive. <laughs> oh, that's not that's that. Well, I grab the wheel for a second. I, I'm working on this, this chord change. What the hell's going on? Okay, could you grab that? Hello, Bob and Tom show. This is Dick Hitswater sitting in for Thurston Cox, and this is some other news. 
Well, our top story, the stunning collapse of FTX, the cryptocurrency exchange. Oh, yeah. It took less than a week for Sam Bankman-Fried to go from being known as the king of crypto to losing billions of real dollars in personal wealth, <laughs> his company filing for bankruptcy and facing criminal charges. Now, for those of you who are still a little unclear on how cryptocurrency works, let me try to explain the technical nuances. Oh, oh God. Okay. Imagine over the summer, you're at a neighborhood's, uh, neighborhood barbecue and they have a slip and slide, you dive through it headfirst and tear your groin. Mm. Now, while you're laid up at home, you watch a lot of television where you're bombarded by commercials with celebrity spokespersons touting the cool advantages of crypto. You quickly learn the lingo by scanning an article, and as your pain meds mix with the half bottle of Maker's Mark you're drinking every day, it becomes clear that you'd be a fool not to empty your children's college funds <laughs> and buy all the Bitcoins, Dogecoins, Turdcoins, Spankcoins, and Coitus coins you can fit uh-huh. into your blockchain. Whatever the hell that is. Mm-hmm. Fast forward three months. Your $84,000 is gone, floating around somewhere in cyberspace. You're addicted to pain meds. Your kids won't speak to you. Your wife's been arrested while trying to hire a hitman, and your groin still isn't right. You see, that's how cryptocurrency works. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dick Hitswater sitting in for Thurston Cox, and this has been some other news. Thank you. Thank you. Miss Thurston. Uh, you're not saying much over there, Josh. Miss Thurston? Is that? <laughs> no, I was on a missing Thurston. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh, you, you have a little bit of the what do you have the dogecoin which one do you have uh, you know what i do have a little bit of dogecoin and i bought it uh boy I, i'm still up with my dogecoin really? i bought it so early oh, good it's for you. Kind of a joke yeah i'm doing fine with my crypto it wasn't i mean obviously it was better a year ago yeah but, uh, you are really uh sitting in high cotton over there aren't you oh, yeah, i want everyone who bought an nft to have a tragic death i what? hate all this stuff it, no reason it's for them so to have a fraudulent tragic death but, I, uh, I don't know. guy high high flying all this money nfts Good are luck in prison pal. Ago, are they? oh well yeah i mean this <laughs> this one well that guy yeah particular trouble uh, but, uh, good luck sorry See, but once again, I'm not going to let you get to me today. I'm just not going to let Stupid world record. Well, <laughs> are you ready for the world recordest world record ever? <laughs> that ever world recorded? A man from Spain earned... We're, we're okay? A man from Spain? Sure. Yeah. Earned a Guinness world record? By doing? Still okay. Yeah. yeah. Tied the laces of three pairs of shoes in under 10 seconds. <laughs> Now, he wasn't wearing I was going to say, how do you wear three pairs of shoes? Uh, when I first read that, I was very confused. <laughs> Does he have triplets? Good old, good old six-legged Lloyd. <laughs> have you ever tried to get shoes onto a fat kid's feet? A <laughs> fat kid's feet. Man, oh, man. Boy, oh, boy. Or a fighting toddler. Uh, yeah. And they're screaming. They tense their foot up. You ever do that? And I'm, with Willie, Josh. I'm sure Willie did that. I, I, I forget if it was Dude, you. You were a fat was... little guy. Oh, goodness me. I was a big kid. No, was it Josh or? Maybe it was Chick who said that the guy that invented the Velcro shoe system had to be going. This is going to make shoelaces obsolete. That was Josh's. Yeah, yeah. Up, it's over. Laces are gone. Look what I invented. Who would ever not use these overlays? And what happened? Kids and old people. That's all. The only people who were interested in the Velcro doesn't look good. Why? The sound, I think, is embarrassing. Why they just don't look good. You're right, Pat. They look fine. They look just as good as laces. Tacky. No. No, it, I think it's the sound. 
So anyway, I'm sorry. What's this? What the, so this guy tied th- three th- pairs of shoes in under ten seconds. Guinness World Records said Alvaro Martin Ma- Men- Mendieta took on the record for the fastest time to tie th- oh, three guy, pairs yeah. of He's shoes. Famous, this guy, Mr. Yeah. Men Men Mendieta, in a bow <laughs> in Vakia, Madrid. What's he famous for? Doing this stuff. I think next he's going to put it <laughs> Doing this stuff. Oh, yeah. He tours. Yeah. He's trying, he's hey. to get, Who he's wants a, to hear about my world record? <laughs> yeah. He outsold Russell Peters last year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> arena tour. Ne- next, yeah. next week he's going to learn his ABCs. Uh. <laughs> I can tie my shoes now. Yeah, this isn't a record. This is kindergarten teachers do this every day after nap time. This isn't something to be celebrated. Oh. Okay. Damn kids. Any other world records? Tie my shoes. Stupid world record. This is from uh, the friendly city, Casper, Wyoming. Oh, that is the friendly city. Casper, the friendly Mm -hmm. city. (laughs) Facial hair enthusiasts claim to set a new world record for longest beard chain during an event in Wyoming. Uh, This uh, happened this past Friday, according to the Casper Star Tribune. Participants gathered at Gaslight Social, a bar in Casper, where they stood side by side and clipped their beards together. <laughs> lovely. It's a, lovely. A hairy chain that was measured at 150 feet long. See, I have gone to as many sources I, as I could find find out how many guys were in this, and none of them say the number of men involved. No. That's more than double the Guinness World Record of 62 feet 6 inches set in. Oh my God, look at this. Set in Germany. Can you believe it? <laughs> Holy hell. Back in 2007. To participate, people needed to sport a beard at least eight inches long, according to the uh, the Casper newspaper. The event occurred on the sidelines of the National Beard and Mustache Championships, <laughs> which took place Saturday at the city's Ford, Wyoming. These guys are handsome. At the Wyoming Center. Tom. So it's, you, if you're trying to see what it looks like, you, the guy was guys would take their beard, split it down the middle, and then clip it to the guys next, next to, to them. them on either side. And okay. a lot of these guys they're sporting some long yeah. facial hair, the super long beards. And then the obvious problem is uh, height. If you oh uh, yeah, you got yeah. a guy that's five two with a huge beard next to a guy that's six right. four. Well, you, you've got to. I think they lined them up properly. Yeah, just yeah. a little planning would uh, yeah. alleviate you know, that. Problem. And, and the the record they beat, um, interestingly enough, uh, was held by a bunch of gals in Afghanistan. Isn't that something? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes those outfits are by choice. They want to hide the beards and stuff. Beards. You know what they did yesterday at the the Munich NFL game? Really? I'll talk to you. Uh, the German crowd evidently take me home country roads by the fabulous John Denver. Yeah. This is the crowd in yeah. Munich singing along during the football game. Doesn't a beard chain sound like something that happens at a gay bar? <laughs> Man, there were 12 of us in the beard chain last night. <laughs> All the Tom Cruise's exes were here. Tom Cruise's exes. Oh, I see. That's a different kind of beard. You just won't stop, will you? I'm just kidding. Jesus. The kid's on fire. Mm. I'm just I figured kidding. Afghanistan's got enough problems. I might as well go after them. Huh? <laughs> sure, they're not going to notice. Swing low. They're not going to notice what some a-hole radio hosts are saying about them. <laughs> they got other problems. So, uh, yeah, Christy and I are lamenting the fact that not a single article says nope. how many men were in this chain of beard people. God, it's just God. the basics of journalism, people. And uh, so you, you got to have at least eight inches of beard to participate. And 150 feet. I guess we could do the math on it. 
Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's length, not not amount of men. Right. So, so if they we don't have, have to put eight inches. Stuff. No, that's what's interesting is how many guys. On either side, that's 16 inches. Well, I think the feet is interesting. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure a, a lot of the women there were quite surprised to find out what eight inches was. <laughs> well, let's do the math real quick, all right? I'm, I'm it's doing it. eight inches, and of course, there's 15 inches in a foot. So we have to do eight over 15 <laughs> times 36, I think. And then <laughs> the state of Washington has, yeah, I don't know. It's Wyoming, I think. It was okay. Uh, well, yeah, what? is that sports? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's you that's had sports. It. Okay. Wherever you go, whatever you do, always be a good sport. Yes, Tom? Well, you mentioned that you seem to be enamored uh, with this uh, Take Me Home Country Road I just think song it's, uh, in Germany. Uh, yes, it was it's amazing. It's fun. It's uh, and it was uh, written, or the song was actually started uh, by a uh, uh, was it Bill Danoff and, mm-hmm. and Taffy, his wife, and then John Denver um, joined him in when he heard it? And he said, I believe the Starline Vocal Band were—they were, were on John Denver's uh, variety show, and then they—they they got a spinoff show. They got their spinoff show in the summer. The Starline Vocal Band. And show. here's their. This is their big hit. In case you ever missed this, Willie, this is the big Starline Vocal Band hit. It's. That Taffy singing? Yeah, and another guy. Oh, I'm leading up that song. That's Bill. He has very high voice. Oh, I like Lovely falsetto. Lovely, lovely falsetto. We know it. We got it. Yep. What a weird song. It's about uh, sex okay. in the afternoon. Yeah. Right. People yeah. my age know this from, um, they do it in Anchorman. They, they sing it in Anchorman, and that's how everyone my age knows Oh, that's song. right. Yep. Okay. And All it's right. about doing it in the afternoon, so I like it for that reason. Okay, there you go. Uh, and um, that's, uh, that's, that's sports. Okay, good. We, we finally got that done. Uh, what have you got over there, Christy Lee? Well, Hyundai, Hyundai has invented a special airbag that not, it doesn't protect your car. It protects your groin in the case of a crash. Really? <laughs> Carbuzz.com reports, reports that Hyundai and Kia have designed this new seat-mounted airbag that deploy from the seat base between your thighs, locks you in place so you cannot slide forward or sideways during a crash. And the Hyundai and Kia collaboration is known as <laughs> Kunday. <laughs> wow. Hmm. You're brave. I, I'm uh, just saying. There you uh, go. <laughs> They are also equipped with load-sensing technology, taking into account your position, weight distribution, and location in the seat for the greatest stability. Wouldn't you think that when it deploys, though? It would be like getting punched in the mouth. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I was unclear on this. That's going to hurt. Um... Isn't the so isn't the seat belt seat. restraining you enough? Is uh, the, well, yes. Uh, what, what's the need here? How many groin injuries have there been? Uh, I have no idea. Huh? And it, it just do you have to have different size bags for different people? Well, and it comes from the seat base, so it's going to come up between your legs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want anything. Right? What, what, what if it actually ejects right? you out of the car? <laughs> yeah. Hey, baby, I got the Magnum. <laughs> I got the Magnum. They, when you get the car, they have to they have to ask you a few very personal questions. And it would lead to very serious injuries because every guy would lie about how big it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm 10 inches. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when they ask people how much they weigh when you're in the Bahamas to get in the plane. <laughs> this is uh, weird. I don't know if this is going to be a thing. 
But uh, it's, it sounds like it may be the next phase of automobile safety. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, they must have done enough studies or something. Um, okay. I still don't understand. Hyundai and Kia, they're both made in Korea, right? Aren't yeah. they Korean yep, car yep, companies? Yep, yep, yep. They make Maybe great they cars. Know, yeah, they do. They make wonderful cars. Maybe they know something there we don't. Pat, you have something to say about this via sure. song? <laughs> it's 6 a.m. already and I'm going to be late for work. <laughs> Tom wants a song about an airbag and boy is he being a jerk. <laughs> it rhymed. I took a ride on Binford and there was a familiar scene. A ten-point buck bearing down on me. God, I have a sack bag Hyundai. <laughs> it's a protect my nuts day. Colts won on Sunday with their new coach Saturday. Thank God I have a sack back Hyundai. There you go. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Sack bag Hyundai. Hyundai. Yeah. In Korea, they say Hyundai. Yeah, that's why. I say, yeah. Yeah. Hyun. Yep. Hyun. Mm-hmm. Hyundai. Hyun. Yeah. I was always told it was like uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Hyundai. Nope. Hyundai. Uh, well, um, we'll see if they start installing these babies. The groin airbag. I. Uh, wow. I'm skeptical. Airbag air, air technology is pretty sophisticated. We've got the proper belts and everything. Uh-huh. I think we're going to be okay. You ever had one go off? In no. Your face? No. Have it's you? really something. Like, I didn't realize that it kicked out all this powder with it, oh, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> but it saved my life. So, What did you hit? Uh, another car hit me when I uh, pulled out in front of it when I shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> oh. oh, I see. So, it was there my fault. <laughs> I had one go off. It wasn't my fault, but the guy turned in front of me, and then it, it there's a lot of dust and everything. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. And Smells the, weird. The lady comes on. Are you okay? So you know. And the horn wouldn't stop. Did your horn just no, stop? No, my horn didn't. No, oh. you, you could. You can't start the car again. Yeah. I think though, depending on what model car you have. Well, that would make sense. They yeah, don't mine's... want you driving it with a big bag in front of you. Well, uh, if, it, if it would happen to Tom, he's got places to be. <laughs> <laughs> this front end, front end damage be damned. I got to go. Oh, God. Uh, now, um, give me the teaser, Christy Lee. Uh, coming up, we have psychedelic mushrooms in the news. We have an erotic, erotic center in Amsterdam. And um, a couple of sad deaths in the news over the weekend. Oh, good. Something to look forward to. <laughs> well. Yeah, one of them I've, I've visited this program. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. It's mm-hmm. gone. We'll find out who that is when we come back. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Thanks for listening to the Bob and Tom Show this morning. Even though we're not too much to look at, you can also watch the show on our YouTube channel. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. There's Chrissy Lee at the news desk. There's Pat Godwin. Hey, Chick. Hi. What are you doing over there? Oh, she's... Uh, <laughs> oh. She's looking the stick. Being real sexy. She's uh, sucking on stuff. There's... Uh, did I say hi, Pat Godwin? Yeah. Yeah, there's Ace, there's Ace Cosby. Hey. Yeah, there he is, manning the track phone hotline hot phone. There's Josh Arnold. Yes, and uh, the photo I showed you earlier of me fishing, I was throwing a topwater there, uh-huh. and we were also throwing some standard... Hang on a uh, second, I have to take a nap. Frank bait. Uh, there's uh, Willie Griswold. Uh, jerk bait. And, uh, Very boring. A, uh, a rooster tail. I caught a lot of the white Super bass. boring. Oh, did you? They like oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. 
Did you have the big uh, big? Uh, that's Tom Griswold. Did you have the big t- tub of lard over a fire? You throw your you chop your fish up and throw it in there and eat and eat it right out. Of the we fire. had a traditional fry Saturday night. Yeah, uh, so not right? a shore lunch, but a it was shore dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah the but, fish you caught. Christy, oh yeah. What? Um, uh, what have we got? Uh, Christy is sitting at a special place today. Yeah, it's the, uh, it's the uh, poetry from Neanderthals, not safe for work edition news desk, and uh, a fine a fine treat for the family. Mm-hmm. Available at Target, I should point out. Uh, Christy, did you ever notice? Um, probably unlikely, I guess. Don't think about it. Uh, you just got your coffee, and it's got this. It's got this plastic top lid. Uh huh. And there's a l- little hole in there. Yeah, right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the size sort of like the size of an, a pencil if it was half crushed. Uh-huh. Did you ever notice if you tongue that thing? It's kind of a. Jeez. Do you uh, tongue that when you? I can't unsee. No, I just drink out of it. Can you not, Tom? Can you not tongue the <laughs> coffee lid, please? I, mean, I don't want to see you tongue anything ever again. No. Just saying. Does that remind you of anything, Josh? You know what? I don't know. I don't think it reminds you of anything. That's what I think. Of all of us, I don't think you'd ever you've ever drank coffee that way. If you know what I mean. Right. Could you get that? Hello, Bob and Tom show. Hi, Bob and Tom. It's Donnie Vichel. Hi, Donnie. Hey, Donnie. How are you, Donnie? I'm good. I couldn't wait to call you guys today. Why is that? Well, first off, last night I got to see Leonard Skinner perform live at the Ryman in Nashville. Oh, nice. cool. That's oh. great. And, and even Jelly Roll came out to sing a song with him. No wonder why ramen noodles are so popular. That's not but man, when Gary Rawson had walked back out on stage, there wasn't dry in the house. Oh. You know, thank God I've seen it live and not just on TV at home. I was crying so hard, I would have fogged up every Molly Hatchet mirror in the neighborhood. Oh. Oh. Like my Uncle Sonny said, think about it. Leonard Skinner at the Grand Ode Opry. Mm. Uh, they blew the skin tag off Minnie Pearl last night. Oh. Oh. That was a hat tag. Yeah. I'm really even more excited about tomorrow, though. Why, tomorrow? why are you excited about tomorrow? What's happening? Duh. The big election, dumbass. <laughs> and for the first time ever, I'm going to be working the polls. I'm going to hit these oh. polls harder than one-legged stripper dancing on payday, Tom. Uh, Donnie, the uh, big election was last week. What? Last Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Damn, I'm going to change the clocks every other Sunday. going to throw me off. Yeah, I right. hate that. How could you not know about the election? It was all over the news. Don't you watch the news on television? No, I usually stick with, like, Animal Planet or Glenn Beck or ESPN Deportes. Do you speak Spanish? No, I don't speak Spanish. Then why are you watching ESPN Deportes instead of regular ESPN in English? Well, first off, Tom, just because I don't speak Spanish doesn't mean I don't understand it. And the cable company gave it to me as part of a really good deal. Oh, okay, okay. Well, uh, now, so how do you get? Where do you get your news? May I ask? Like everybody else in this country, I go to Xanadu's, have a couple drinks, and listen to what the strippers are saying. Oh. Really? Well, everybody knows the pulse of this country starts at Pervert Row. You know. Strippers are directly tied to inflation. The fact remains, when dudes start tipping in only ones and Coles cash, you know inflation is through the roof. <laughs> in another place, I go for my new source is OnlyFans. OnlyFans? Oh. Why do you trust OnlyFans? Well, because it's hard for women to lie to you when they're hot and naked. <laughs> they're hearing about the war in Ukraine ain't helped my erection at all, Amber. You know, <laughs> I can barely keep half a chub. Do you know some of them women on OnlyFans make up to like ten grand a month? Mm-hmm. Wow. I just had my mom Phyllis don't hear about that. She'll be posting pictures of herself buck naked on the wicker love seat again. <laughs> she did one year holding her cat, and that's how she got on the cover of Beaver Hunt. Oh, boy. And an article was called, Welcome to the Litter Box. Oh. Pretty oh. I better go. It's picture day.
Christy. What, what's what's yeah, Wolfie wearing? Helping. I need to get Wolfie Skinner shirt out of the truck. <laughs> All right, okay, thanks, Donnie. Very, 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 very helpful. Uh, get your news from OnlyFans. Good idea. Uh, we get our news from Christy Lee, and she's right there. But wait a minute. What? I just remembered. We, got a, we had that veteran's request asking Ace Cosby to do a joke of the day every hour today. I, what a mess. I can't believe we forgot to do it this hour. Oh, hey. Sex and with the deep voice. But wait a minute. Ace Cosby, here he is with his joke of the day. I was once. I don't know if I told you this. Oh, I was Hang one, on a second. Now what, now, what are you saying, Ace? What, what's going on here? I don't know if I told you this. Uh-huh. I, I was once kidnapped by a gang of mimes. You oh. were kidnapped by a gang of mimes? Yeah, they did unspeakable things to me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your service, sir. One more coming up each hour of the Bob and Tom Show. Uh, unspeakable oh. stuff. That's great. Right now he's two for two, yeah. if you ask me. Oh, yeah. yeah, very good. All right. very Between good. that and patio furniture, you're on board. I love patio furniture. Patio furniture is a good That's, time, yeah. Chick. you got to get on board with patio furniture. Patio furniture. got a weird, veter- weird veteran's request uh, from um, Petoskey, Michigan. Now, are people just saying, I think people are just saying now that they're writing in from Michigan, so you'll read their emails. That's what I think. Um, Former ICU nurse, veteran, um, odd request, wants to hear uh, Chick and I discussing the time that I left a car running at a hotel. Oh, that is one of your most elite stories in the history of being pretentious. No, I wasn't being pretentious. I was being an idiot. No, no, no. It's not pretentious at all. You, you <laughs> to assume. Yeah, you, you pull up to a, a luxurious hotel. I'm, were you on this trip, uh, Wilbur? I think I was, but I'm pretty sure I was a tiny little Willie baby. Willie was a yeah. baby. Yeah. And uh, you just tossed the keys to a non-existent I, valet. I, and... I, I rented I rented a uh, Suburban. Oh, of course you did. Which That's what I have at home. I rented a Suburban. Absolutely. You don't want to be too. Drove from uh, the... Uh, you don't D- want to be caught Denver on Denver the- Airport to Beaver Creek, Colorado. You don't want to be uh, caught on the back foot with a car that you don't recognize. In a sedan. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, so you drive to Beaver Creek, Colorado, which uh, I'm sure they have a Motel 6. Not that there's anything wrong with a Motel 6. It certainly has its place there sure. in Beaver Creek, don't they? Well, well I don't know. I just, was it the Renaissance res- or something? Reservations at a hotel. Mm-hmm. I- um, as a matter of fact, the hotel had just opened. Of course, it was of course. the first week it was ever open. I pulled up, and what, what, what's that thing they've got? With a, a port share? What's that thing called? Yes, uh, that's right. Overhangs. What I call the overhang it. thingy. Yeah. yeah. I pulled up and uh, uh, unloaded the car and left it running there. So I assumed it'd be valet parked. You assumed, just yeah. assumed. You didn't see a valet. You didn't hand the keys to the guy. They were busy. And then, uh, oh, they'll get to it, mummy. <laughs> so you Let's just go. left your car running with? Yeah. And it was freezing cold. I remember oh my that. God. So uh, went to lunch, did a bunch of other stuff, got my skis organized. And that evening, I walked by. Evening, and then the car, the car was still sitting there, uh-huh. running in front of the hotel, just sitting there, <laughs> still oh. running, huh? Yeah, yeah right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you? Uh, what did you think then? Well, my goodness, there's, it seems to have been some overs. <laughs> no, I inside, I said, hey, they forgot to valet park my car. Go, oh, we don't have that service, sir. <laughs> You're lucky that was pre-9-11. Because <laughs> that evening you would have walked by, there would have been three bomb squads. Yeah. <laughs> they would have oh, evacuated boy. the hotel. And you did the same thing at a football game, did you not? I may have, may have left a car running. Uh, <laughs> for the entire game. 
Because, of course, the car was so quiet. Yeah. Right? Oh, you can't oh. tell if the motor's on. Absolutely. You certainly couldn't tell the motor was engaged. Yeah. I, I, don't, new car. I, I don't care to park in parking garages. Of course not. Why, why, and why is that, I, uh, Psycho? They're just, oh, I don't like them. I prefer, they're less. I prefer to be in the street. You prefer to be in a lot? Yeah. In any event, no, I did leave it running. So, and, and that's that's our weird veteran's request. You have the you, carbon TV. footprint of Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> Hope things are going great up in Petoskey. Hey, DB, is that you said? Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for your service. We're, we're yes. going to continue to do veterans' requests, um, including uh, the uh, uh, Nace Cosby joke of the day every hour request. Yeah. Uh, That's from John in England. Yeah. Buddy in the Air Force. Very uh, good. Thank thanks, you so much. Uh, thanks, John. Uh, uh, coming up in the <laughs> news, Christy, what have you got over there? <laughs> Uh, coming up, we have, believe it or not, it's Christmas time in New York City. It's Christmas time here, too, okay? It's Christmas time everywhere. No, we haven't gotten to Thanksgiving uh, yes, yet. Yes, it is. Uh, the, fam- the famous painting, The Scream, is in the news. Munch or Munch? Edvard. Monk? I say Monk. I say Monk. Oh, uh, so I, either way, I said it was wrong. I say munch. Munch? Black carpet. That'll get the scream, huh? Yeah. Uh, uh, monk? Yeah. No, let him go car- away. Carpet, He's not carpet muncher. Wasn't that a Genesis song? Yeah. Uh, oh, that's crawl, carpet crawl. crawl sorry, very sorry. similar. Say a little carpet muncher. Wouldn't it be hardwood muncher now? When we come back, we'll yeah. try to get the show back on the rails. <laughs> this is the Bob and Tom Show. Thanks for listening to the Bob and Tom Show this morning. The show is also out there for you on our YouTube channel. Watch and subscribe. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the Poetry for Neanderthals Not Safe for Work Edition News Desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hi, Chick. Hello, Josh Arnold. Hey, Chick. Hello, Ace Cosby. Hey. There's Willie Griswold. Hey, man. I am Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. This yes. is an obscure request. Oh, that's the only kind we do. It's well, um, we've been doing special uh, requests for veterans as our celebration of Veterans Day continues because there are men and women right now, some in some place, might be an awful place, uh, doing what they're doing so you can do what you're doing. So don't forget that. Right. Um, this one is so obscure, I'm not even sure how much I need to explain it. This involves um, a comedian Chad Daniels. Um, he was in the room when this happened, and um, it has been um, uh, cleaned up a little bit for uh, for a broadcast. But um, huh. uh, do you remember this, Chick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a, there was an incident. Yeah. Um, well, I'll play it and then I'll try to explain what exactly is happening. To be honest, I'd never heard of the first bank that treats you like you're the Lehigh University class president turned bank robber. <laughs> but since it seemed to fit me to a T, I told the bank manager that I had a 3.9 GPA, was a member of several extracurricular programs, volunteered at the nursing home, and if he didn't give me all the cash in the drawer, I'd blow his f-ing head off. <laughs> this frat boy came in and said he was the president of the class of 2008 at Lehigh University had a 3.9 GPA, and that he was in several extracurricular activities, like volunteering at nursing homes, and that he'd blow my <laughs> head off if I didn't give him all the cash. And a good beep there. 
I told all of the male bank employees that they were scumbag pledges <laughs> and that for the next eight semesters, I was their mama, their daddy, and their supreme lord and commander. <laughs> and I told them to make sure they had a bag of marshmallows handy. <laughs> I wanted to degrade their dignity the same way mine was freshman year. So I had them strip, get in a circle, and pass that marshmallow around using only their butt cheeks. <laughs> Frankly, we were happy and relieved that the class president, frat boy Robert, had us do that rather than sit on a block of ice. And that. Hey, shut up, rookie plebe! I'm sorry, your lordship. I am scum! Now, continue the commercial, scum. Yes, your lordship, sir! So, anyway, we passed the marshmallows with our butt cheeks while reciting the Greek alphabet. I'm not sure how or why, but after that. We were all very close friends. <laughs> After the initiation hazing, I asked the bank manager for a job. He gave it to me. <laughs> He had to. I gave the man a job. I had to. We were brothers now. I kind of hate myself. I robbed the bank, got a loan, got the job, and then we threw a bitchin' kegger with the girls from the first bank of hot co-eds who dig frat boys who rob banks down the street. It was awesome. Puke and deposit slips everywhere. Toga! 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 The first bank that treats you like you're the Lehigh University class president turned bank robber. If you're an overachiever with no friends who has to force people to love and respect you through humiliation... We're the bank for you. <laughs> Bring your transcript and an automatic weapon this week and get a free logo sweatshirt and paddle. Oh. <laughs> the first bank that treats you like you're the Lehigh University class president turned bank robber, where our motto is... Thank you, sir. May I have another? Oh, <laughs> uh, the classics. <laughs> Obscure. Remember that story? Mm-hmm. President of the class. Yep. However, the first time we played that... Go ahead. Um, there was a problem. There was a problem. Uh, several yeah. times in the script, mm-hmm. the phrase uh, blow is effing head off. Mm-hmm. Yes. Only. And uh, <laughs> it requires a lot of editing, of course. Of all, of all the things we played that have been recorded, uh, you know, the record has to be uh, a thousand to one. Yeah. That it would have been bleeped out, but apparently this time it was not. Why wouldn't? Why would you say the real word? Real word? Because that's how you do it. You yeah, say it works it, better. And then, and then when you then you bleep it out. Okay. And then, except the first time we played it, it was not. Do you want to hear the? Listen to the response. Yeah, of course. Okay, here, listen again. To be honest, I'd never heard of the first bank that treats you like you're the Lehigh University class president turned bank robber. <laughs> But since it seemed to fit me to a T, I told the bank manager that I had a 3.9 GPA with a number of several extracurricular programs, volunteered at the nursing home, and if he didn't give me all the cash in the drawer, I'd blow his f***ing head off. <laughs> This frat- oh, okay, that's not the actual. There's another version with There's the real reaction. Version where yeah. we've, you hear us reacting. I mean, to the actually, gasping is yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. I don't know where that part is, but hopefully it's been erased. <laughs> yeah, I, think I, I think I hit hit the button, as they say. Yeah. Um. There you go. Yeah. So, Chad um, lost his mind. 
Yeah. We had a guest in the studio at the time. I couldn't believe it, yeah. So it was a, a lot of things going on here I can't believe. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, right now we uh, return to the uh, news desk. It's a special news desk today. It's the Poetry for Neanderthals. Not safe for work edition. It's a game we were playing all last week. It's a lot of fun, perfect for the family and available at Target. Christy, what's going on over there? A so-called multi-story erotic center has been planned to replace Amsterdam's famed red light district. And the notion is encountering pushback from locals. Well, what do we do for a red light district? Last year, the mayor and city council agreed on plans to move and reimagine the infamous red light district after years of worsening nuances, criminality, and crowd levels. Worsening nuances? They probably must say nuisances, I would imagine. Oh, that's what it is. Nuisances, sorry. Amsterdam's mayor, Femke Halsema, Imagines an upmarket erotic center Femke. inspired by Baz Luhrmann's Moulin Rouge Femke. as her solution. Oh, that's kind of fun. Uh-huh. An architect designed the building. It would house 100 rooms for sex workers. What's the problem? Bars, restaurants, entertainment spaces, and even a health center. They're turning a famous portion of the city into what's essentially a, 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 a sex outlet mall. The cool. city announced eight possible locations, but the idea is opposed by locals who do not want the building in their neighborhoods, as well as sex workers who do not want to leave their brothel windows in one of the most beautiful parts Isn't that kind of, of the, the inner whole city. thing, though, that having the brothel windows and the whole... Right. Isn't that part of the whole experience? Yeah. You've been there. We haven't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh I, uh, yes. Yeah. You walk through and they've got their lit up uh, windows there and you can... You know, they're kind of standing. and they isn't that, hey, isn't that, isn't They that, don't yell. Isn't that part of the whole tradition? Or do you, I mean, do you want to just go to some high-rise building where you... You know, I... Boy, I don't know. I mean, there is something to be said for tradition, but uh, this idea of like a Moulin Rouge-type building is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Officials are now looking to find three new possible locations. I'm very pro-sex work. I think they yeah. should... I think it should be up to them to decide what they want to do, but... Uh, now, can, do they sell? Amsterdam's also famous for the legal weed shops. Right? Sure, way, way before anybody else. Yeah, mm-hmm. are they in the same spot? Not that I noticed. No, I mean there are some. Not they're not far, but it was mostly the red light district was mostly just that. Yeah. Okay, I, I don't know. It just seems like that's sort of a kind of a landmark there, and having it turned. I mean, it's more than one like street. It's you go down. Yeah, it's yeah. it's wild. But I mean, as an outlet malls, I described it earlier. Seems to be. <laughs> It'd be cool. You can get some mouse stuff, then you can go to an axe throwing place. You know, it sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, and don't discount uh, <laughs> don't discount outlet malls. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I I love a good outlet mall. Heck yeah, boy, it's fun. Oh boy, yeah, you can, uh, you you can get, a, get a get a cheap pair of Adidas and a That's right. sure. and a handy. Yeah, <laughs> and then go grab some Cold Stone. Why not? <laughs> go buy some uh, go buy some sunglasses. Yeah, day set. But it would it be, I just. Obviously, it would have to be for adults only. Sure. Well, of course. Tom. Yeah. I mean, as it stands now, you could walk with your family down one of those, one of the uh, alleyway kind of things. Daddy, what's Dave and Busta Nuts? <laughs> oh, well, it's a... <laughs> I'm sorry. Hang on a, t- a second, Tom. What What is it called in Amsterdam? It's not Dave, Dave and Busta Nuts. Dave and Busta Nuts. <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs> What's Dave doing there? Yeah. Dave, Dave's just... Uh, he, 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 he welcomes you. He's like a greeter. Dave, hey. keep, Dave keeps the books, Willie. Uh-huh. You look like a guy who wants to bust a nut. 
<laughs> you know what, Dave? You're on to something. <laughs> they still do have Papa Shot, though, because that's a fun time. People like playing Papa Shot. Yes, yeah, they'll this, never get rid of that. Josh, this reminds me of uh, Shuffle Puck. A, a few years ago. <laughs> I, I forget when it was. Uh, Vegas decided they were going to go family friendly. No, yeah. yeah, it was many years ago. Remember that? And it, right. it, it, they put in a theme park mm-hmm. and, and didn't, it didn't work. Uh, this seems to me to be the same idea. Is slots of fun still? Not slots of fun. Uh, that was a that was a casino there. Yeah. Circus yeah. Circus is that still out there? It is. So, yeah. Uh-huh. That place was crazy. You had all what? these kids. <laughs> yeah, because when I was a kid growing up, we drove across country to see my grandparents. Stopped in Vegas. That was the only place we could go. Yeah. The only place. They have like uh, carnival games that sure. right. you can't gamble yeah. on, but they have gambling, obviously. And then, yeah. No, well, well, we'll see what happens with the red light district. I just can't see it being put into one big building and can you remember why we went to vegas that uh, what else happened uh, on that trip uh, oh let's you, not bring that up can you remember poor ace been, uh, we went to vegas many times yeah well yeah, the one time well, clearly one if time. ace doesn't want to talk about it well, i'll talk about anything uh, he was going to get married and uh, didn't come through <laughs> hey and you're better for it yeah good for you it all worked I, out i've never been divorced <laughs> oh, son of a! <laughs> well, you know what? He was ready I'm for that. Get, I'm not going to let Ace get to me. Nothing like watching your buddy come up and uh, friendly ribbing, you know, little elbow to the ribs there, and, was, and then the other guy pulls out a scalpel and slices the other's jugular. <laughs> That's what just happened. Yeah, uh, we, we, I think Tom and I agreed that morning that we'd never seen a drunker person than Ace standing about oof. fifty feet away from us, watching us broadcast. Oh, no yeah. kidding! He's trying to stay. Yeah, you had it funny. <laughs> what was your drink of choice? Heart was broken. Uh, back then, Jack and Coke. Jack and Coke. Yeah, and then I don't want to mention any names. Somebody vomited into one of the big potted plants. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was not me. Don't look at me. No, it wasn't anybody in this room. No. It was rough. (laughs) Remember when you're in Las Vegas trying to do a show. That's why the planters are so big. Eastern time. (laughs) At 6 a.m., it's 3 in the morning. Yeah. Yes, but it's not for us. It's still 6 a.m. Yeah, so it was rough. Uh, now let's, let's move forward here. Um, we have coming up in the news what, Christy? Uh, coming up next, we have Greg Warren, but coming up in huh. the news. Well, Thanks for the warning. Uh, we have um, what would be your glory days? Think about a time frame in your life. What hmm. age were you? Like your glory days. Looking what? back. Um, gee, you know, 19, 20, probably 18. All right, 20. we'll have some seniors' thoughts on those. Isn't that everybody's glory days? Well, you'll, see, you'll be surprised when you find mm-hmm. out what the answer is. I look forward to that. When right was now. your glory days kumquat last week, probably? <laughs> is that right? <sighs> right now. Kumquat. <laughs> <laughs> sounds filthy, but it's not. It's yeah. just a nice little yeah. fruit. <laughs> and, and it sounds like a term of endearment, but it's not. Okay. okay. You know. uh, we'll find out coming up. Right now, I want to talk about how much I like those Raycon earbuds. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, and this is the perfect gift because, remember, the Raycon earbuds are designed to fit any ear. They've got special... Uh, tippy things. What do you call them? Gel, Gel tips. They fit go. every ever made, Tom. Tippy That's right. Things. The Raycon's wireless earbuds, headphones, and speakers offer premium sound, useful features, and almost custom comfortable fit with those gel tips and up to 54 hours of battery life. And they start at about half the price of other premium audio brands. Plus, Raycon makes gifting easy. Holiday gift guides for everyone in your life. Knock that list out all at once, online even, and get 30% off by shopping Raycon's holiday bundles. Everybody needs a pair of Raycons in their ears. How swell would that be? Put a stocking stuffer 
Whether it's for listening to music, taking work calls, blasting a workout playlist, you can find Raycon in stores now, available at Kohl's or Walmart. But you're always going to get the best deal when you use the special link at buyraycon.com slash Tom. It's buy now, pay later options. Plus, go to buyraycon.com slash Tom and use the code early bf to get 20 percent off site-wide or save even bigger and get 30 percent off raycon's exclusive holiday bundles that's code early bf e-r-e-a-r-l-y-b-f at buyraycon.com slash tom for 20 percent off your raycon purchase that's buyraycon.com slash tom coming up a request for tony who was in operation desert storm and looking forward to talking with comedian greg warren this is the bob and tom show Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the Poetry for Neanderthals Not Safe for Work Edition News Desk. Yes, sir. There's Pat Godwin. Hello. There's Josh Arnold. Coffee's good this morning, chick. Can't get any better than that. Yeah. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. Hot, tasty. Don't you make it every morning anyway? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you drink it whether it's good or not, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. But it's good today. What There's, flavor's uh, you pick? Right now, I'm having a uh, don't you have a veranda walk? blend. I was just going to say, don't you walk in the gardens every morning? Or Certainly, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Willie. Good morning. I'm Chick. There's there's Tom. Do you know, drink a man's coffee later, or what? Uh... I may. Yes. <laughs> a man drink what he wants. Uh, I take my coffee black. There you go. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. As I do. Now, a couple things happening. Um, we're still taking a Veterans Day requests right now. I'm looking at the, the uh, Paul Newman-esque blue eyes oh, of comedian eyes. Greg Warren. I love baby blue eyes. Oh, Greg. He's a handsome hey, Greg. So nice to see you. <laughs> hey, guys. How you doing? Good. 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 Now, now, Greg, I have yes, a sir. question. How could you lose your laptop? Would you care to go over any of that at all? A little or? drama. Oh, did that happen? Uh, yeah, um, I was, uh, three stops yesterday, my, uh, uh, my brother's house, a coffee shop and my dad's house. And then at one point I looked in my car and my laptop was not there. Oh, uh, it was in a, a backpack that I keep it in uh, mm-hmm. with other stuff. Right. And so I, uh, I flipped out. I went, went and checked everywhere and wasn't there. Oh. And, uh, and then I got an email, uh, about three hours later from some lady that they, they found it on the street. The street. So, yes. Uh, either it came out of like it fell out of my trunk or was on my roof um, or <laughs> what? Both very plausible. Oh, yeah. so I mean, you, you could put, happen. You put yeah. your backpack on the roof of your car and drove off. Maybe while yeah. you were unlocking. It could have happened. Yeah. It could happen. But I, I don't think so. I think somebody uh, uh, I think I didn't have my my door locked uh, when I was at my dad's. I just went in for just to play with a dog for a few minutes. I think somebody took it out of my dad's uh, out of the car at my dad's and then ditched it you know uh, real close to my dad's house really I mean, sounds like was yeah. the work of a punk to me is what yeah. that's what yeah. yeah, you know what you, 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 willie i thought the same thing mm-hmm. uh, are you familiar with these guys oh these punks uh, are always oh, running around punks? oh they're punks everywhere well, christy has asked the relevant question was anything missing yeah. from the backpack no, nothing's missing. No, then uh, it wasn't stolen. Then you left it on the roof of your car. Yeah. No, uh, well, Tom, because it, but the, it looked like I, I keep my receipts in there, and like they were all strewn about. Uh, you mean when so it I fell off the was, car? No, I th- no. You would have had to go into this pocket, unzip the pocket, and pull them out. Well, that it can looked like somebody was lo- can, uh, looking for cash. And then I've they, seen, yeah, and then they, see wait that. a minute. I'm sorry. Then they put the receipts back in there. 
No, they weren't. They were all jumbled about. Yeah. You, know? you think somebody I, uh, opened the laptop, read some of the material you've been working on, and said, forget this, and just dropped it, it back? You, you know, that, that's, that's quite possible, Josh. <laughs> I saw the photos. Uh, that, I know that's happened with some of my notebooks I've left in coffee shops. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, maybe, and some of the stuff I'm working on lately, I, I, I wouldn't have kept that laptop. <laughs> Document about the history of god awful. If someone yeah. stole it, wouldn't they just walk off with it and take the laptop? Did Willie just take a shot at the Warren report? Yeah, he did, man. I think Willie has become a punk. I think he may be a punk. I'll tell you guys another thing. It's not my week. Uh, my website's down. Oh. Did you leave that on top of your car? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Have you ever heard I of this? I don't know. Greg, the when technology. It, when, when it rains, it pours, huh? It, it, I, I haven't heard that, but man, that that's an uh, app. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I, I, apparently some uh, a phishing website uh, has attacked my computer. Which what, like Bassmasters? <laughs> I think so, John. I'll tell you what. Uh, I think it might be Babe Winkleman. Bill Dance or Roland Martin, those guys have been trying to take me down forever. Roland uh, Martin has a real grudge against uh, you. He does. Yes. <laughs> Man, I love Bill Dance. <laughs> but oddly enough, Bill Dance does not dance. No, no he doesn't. Hell of a fisherman, though. Oh, he'll throw. He'll His throw. His blooper lower, reels yeah. are fun. So let me ask you this. My, uh, oh, sorry, Tom. So was uh, your preparation for today's show on that computer? Please say it yes. was. Please say yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. But, but, but I've got it. I've got it here, guys. Okay. Oh, what is today's, what is today's topic? That's great news. Uh, the, the, <laughs> today's topic, Tom, is Look, it was all is business the, all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> it's the thigh master, Tom. The, the thigh master. master. Wow. Yes. Suzanne yeah. Summers. Um, at last, we tear the roof off this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just to give you guys uh, uh, some numbers up front. Uh, 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 it's reported that Suzanne Summers made three hundred million dollars wow. uh, from the Thighmaster. Three hundred million, That's and just amazing. to put that in perspective, uh, Thighmaster three hundred million dollars. The movie Puppet Master <laughs> eight point five million domestic box office. Sure, but it spawned yeah. many many sequels. It did, but still, video, we're not yeah. we're not at three hundred, Josh. No, we're not. Uh, we're not. Mastercard. Uh, valued at 297 billion so a little bit bigger than suzanne uh, sure, sure. the masters 142 million last year wow which I, yeah i think somebody missed an opportunity there that that golf course down there in georgia is used like once a year yeah they never could have had the thigh masters uh oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. Hello, friends. I'm Jim Nance, and welcome to this tradition really unlike any other. <laughs> We're going to go straight to 17. Uh, thank you, Jim. Uh, Suzanne Summers is, um, <laughs> appears to have a metal contraption in between her legs, and uh, she's moving her knees together and then apart, and... <laughs> together she doesn't show any signs of slowing down jim and i for one hope she does not uh i can only wonder what mr furley would think of the 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 thigh master uh was invented by a young lady named Anne marie benstrom she was an intern in uh, Sweden, 
and she was on her way to becoming a, a medical doctor. She uh, invented it to to help rehab skiers that had been in in serious accidents. Uh, Anne Marie was a little bit famous. She started like one of those first uh, spiritual retreats, fitness retreats out in Malibu. Mm. She was on the Tonight Show a lot. Uh, check this out. Uh, she was the first one to put calisthenics to music. She called it Jumpin' Jiminy. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, Jumpin' Jiminy. That was the predecessor of uh, Jazzercise, which uh, I think they got that wrong. I mean, I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd rather do Jumpin' Jiminy than Jazzercise. Watch this. Hey, Josh. Yeah. Uh, th- this Saturday, uh, you want to come over to my house and Jazzercise? Ah, <laughs> uh, man, I'm busy. I got to help a buddy move. Uh, so okay, what about Sunday? We do some Jumpin' Jiminy. I'm there! <laughs> See? Wow. Wow. Saturday though was Miles Davis night. <laughs> yeah, ja- kind, yeah, of, yeah Tom- kind of blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, jazzercise. Uh, they had the brilliant idea of taking exercise, something that nobody likes, and combining it with jazz that nobody likes uh, well it's about the workouts you don't do yeah ah, I see. Oh, nice although they did corner the market on bumper stickers yeah they had those for a long there was time an, there was an yeah. era when that, those, that was the only yeah. bumper sticker you saw the jazzer size mm-hmm. yeah um a guy named josh reynolds bought the rights uh to what uh, Anne marie called the uh v-bar he changed it to the v-toner the v-bar uh, yeah that's yeah. a little well odd. it's shaped like a v don't be exactly. oh, no. oh, it's, it's not yeah. for vag no, no it's not. shaped all, like apparently. a v i mean you think it, it was original uh originally designed guys, for all muscles yeah ah yeah sophomoric <laughs> i would say Christy. Uh, yeah. yeah that's sophomoric. why we're picking Thank up on wait till we get to the c bar <laughs> Um, oh boy, that's done for crow. (laughs) No, it doesn't. Uh, Josh Reynolds, uh, heir to the RJ Reynolds, uh, uh, family. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, you know, uh, I think he, uh, he bought a, a piece of exercise equipment so he could keep people alive a little bit longer to smoke his daddy's cigarettes. Uh, But uh, Josh, uh, he, he jazzed it up a little bit, or should I say jump and jiminy it up a little bit. Uh, he, <laughs> he, he added some color to it. He, uh, he covered up the springs and uh, sold it as an uh, all-purpose uh, portable gym. Didn't do that well till he partnered up with uh, marketing guru Peter Byler. Peter got his start, Procter & Gamble. I've been telling you guys for a long time. Yeah, oh, yeah. Great men start at Procter and Gamble. Uh, Peter said, "Let's focus on one body part. We'll name it the Thigh Master." Uh, <laughs> by the way, Peter's wife, some actress, uh, said, "Women don't care about their thighs." Wrong. Which, oh boy! Yeah, Wrong. yeah. This is why I never got married, guys. It just that stu- <laughs> nobody wants to hear a joke about a flute. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he figure in the Thigh Master, Ronald Reagan. Oh, is that uh, right? Yes, uh, I, I figured Tom would know this. Uh, the Reagan administration deregulated uh, the length of commercials back then. So that's how you got these 30-minute infomercials, right. that, uh. thanks to Ronald Reagan. I uh, I have a Ronald Reagan impression. You guys want to hear? I'd yeah. love to. Yeah. I, I, Uh-oh. Well... What do you think? That's dead on. Hey, that's dead on. Thanks, thanks, Josh. Also, that was the first inauguration. Now do the second. Well, one. Uh, that's good. That's, that's dead on. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, my my other impression that's a similar. You guys remember that show, Alf? Sure. Oh, of course, of course. Yes. Yeah. Remember, remember Willie, the father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Love that show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, here's Willie. Elf. <laughs> <laughs> These are dead on. Thank These you. are <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty good stuff. When you say Max, uh, what is that guy? Max Wright. Yes. Yeah, yeah. dark side to that it's, guy. It, don't uh, don't don't Google. <laughs> Oh, there oh, it really? is. Oh, yeah. Max Wright? Gets Thanks. a little weird. Why did you have to bring okay. that up? Then? Uh, and uh, Jeffrey Jones in a club. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, so they got they got this thing together. They called it the Thighmaster, and they thought they had to find a. Uh, uh, they needed a, a, a spokesperson. They needed somebody good looking, and they looked at. Uh, they actually looked at Joyce Dewitt, Suzanne's uh, co-star, very attractive. Three's Company, very, very. attractive. Uh, Kathy Rigby, Olympic mm-hmm. gymnast. Linda Gray. Do you guys know who that is? From Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, from Dallas. I, I got to be honest. Pretty. Would, Sue Ellen. Would not have minded seeing her. Uh, uh, Master her master thighs. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Yep. And uh, and Bruce Jenner, back when he was Bruce Jenner, was uh, somebody they were thinking about. So they uh, they go to, they decide on Suzanne. Okay. Peter had worked with her before. And they go to Suzanne's house and they show it to her and she loves it. And they make a deal. And on the way out, Suzanne says that she whispered in Peter's ear, uh, Peter, we are going to make so much money on this. Yes. At which point, if I were Peter, I'd been like, yeah, um, I don't know why we're whispering. That's kind of the goal. of this. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, yeah, yeah. We don't need to this. This is not something we need to secret. Not for profit. It's a stated objective. As a matter of fact, uh, I got to be honest, though, if, if Suzanne Summers ever whispered anything in my ear, <laughs> I would be extremely turned on. Yeah, yes, yeah. She could whisper, "I'm going to kill your dog." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, uh, Greg, you're not funny. Oh, that's hot. <laughs> that is. Thank you. That Take off the restraints. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> they shot the commercial uh, on the night of the first desert storm uh, invasion. Actually, hmm. oh, that's, that's an odd fact. And yeah, I, that's, yeah. Uh, I could have gone. That's what you get. That's what you get with the the Warren report. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. Stuff you don't want to know. Yeah, right. Some of the (laughs) miscellaneous. Guys, I watched the commercial, one of the first ones, and my favorite part of it was there's like a guy, like a a distinguished uh, gentleman in gray hair, and he has like a a white lab coat on. They're on him for two seconds. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess, you know, he's obviously the doctor. He goes, I recommend it, and I use it. At which point, millions of Americans were like, well, well, I see. This is a medical device. (laughs) Uh, Wow. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Suzanne uh, actually wound up buying the rights. She she bought them out. It's her company. Yeah, she's still selling them. Yeah, she does. And they asked her uh, how many she has sold. And she said, uh, I stopped counting at 10 million. Wow. Which I don't think. I think it's a valuable piece of information if you're a business owner. Like you yeah. need to know top line sales, Susan. It's uh, there's tax liabilities and things like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can teach uh-huh. yourself. Yeah, um, th- there's some spinoff uh, uh, products. The the butt master is probably the most uh, famous. Oh, you, they reverse the tension, uh, and this is a real thing. Um, and their slogan was "Tired of feeling like a big tub of lard." Use the butt master and you'll get nice and hard. Wow. Yeah. And I got to tell you guys, you know, I, 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 I sold Crisco shortening for uh, several years for Procter and Gamble. And we went up against tubs of lard down in the, the Rio Grande. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You say what you want about them. They are a tough competitor, especially uh-huh. 
uh, 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 down on the in the border towns in Texas. <laughs> sure, sure. Cubs of Lard are extremely tough guys. Uh, you know, Greg, I I was known as the thigh master. Were you? In uh, Is that right? In my local KFC, I uh, would be oh. right, here he comes. Yeah, here yeah, comes yeah. the thigh master. Here Next. come Josh. He liked that dark meat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Greg, we're going to have to come back for the closer. Ah, uh, uh, there's not one. Okay. No, no. <laughs> okay, all right. I can do that Reagan impression again if you like. Please, no, 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 no. Uh, Greg Warren is uh, November 25th and 26th. The Funny Bone in Butler County, Ohio, is how they're describing. It. I don't know. They keep switching it around. Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Liberty Township. Cincinnati, Liberty, uh, yeah. December first through December fourth at the Funny Bone in St. Louis. Uh, other stops coming up include Omaha and Columbus, Ohio. We'll talk to you soon, Greg. Bye, Greg. Thanks, guys. Glad you got your back. Uh, right now, Napa wants to remind you of their mission. They've got a mission statement. That mission is to keep you in motion. For almost 100 years, Napa has been known for having the quality parts and expert knowledge that you, the driver, need. Today, Napa helps drivers just like you hit the road with confidence with America's largest network of parts and care. There are nearly 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores and over 17,000 Napa Auto Care centers, meaning that you're never far from the quality products and trusted service that you and your ride need. You depend on it. Visit Napa Online Line.com to find a Napa location near you today. And don't forget, they've got Napa know-how. When we come back, speaking of Operation Desert Storm, a special request for Tony, who was part of that operation. When we return, this is the Bob and Tom Show. For a complete copy of the Bob and Tom Show contest rules, go to bobandtom.com slash contest dash rules, or just scroll down to the bottom of the page and see contest rules. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show with the poetry for Neanderthals, not safe for work edition news desk. It's Christy Lee. Hi. There's uh, Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, Chick. Hey, there's Josh Arnold. Hi. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. Manning the track phone hotline hot phone. There's Willie Griswold. Great morning. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Got stacks of requests from veterans. This is an odd one. It's short, weird, and it's an actual phone call from this show. Um, this is uh, from Tony, who uh, was a part of the aforementioned Operation Desert Storm. Uh, Tony wants to hear this um, this phone call. Morning, Bob and Tom Show. Hello. Hi, who's this? This is Tammy from Cincinnati. Hi, Tammy. Was at the in-laws for Thanksgiving dinner. They had separated or were divorced after 26 years of marriage, so the mom was putting on the dinner by herself. Uh-huh. Oh. After prayer, everyone's sitting there nice and quietly, so she wants to read a little poem. Uh Oh, no. (laughs) Everybody starts laughing. It makes her really mad. So she stands up and she says, you don't know the hell I've lived through the past 26 years. Your father always wanted to blank me up the blank, and I've got the hemorrhoids to prove it. Oh, Oh my God. There you go, Tony. All right. Now, can we go home? No wonder your mom wanted to stand up and read a poem. There we go. Who want to sit? Now, um, how about that? I got another one here. Um, This one is uh, Go Navy is uh, is the request. Uh, This is uh, Joe, United States Navy, air traffic controller. And uh, he's also, by the way, interestingly enough, a fan of the sleep number bed. And he goes, I just got the poetry for Neanderthals game. Love it. Well, thank you. Joe. All right. Good thank show you, supporter. For many, many reasons. Thank and you. he oh, wants yeah. to um, learn about uh, Thanksgiving 
in the uh, in the Thanksgiving turkey. Hi, hello. This is Mr. Obvious, and welcome to the Mr. Obvious Show. Let's take a call. Mr. Obvious Show. Um, hello, is this Mr. Obvious? Speaking. Hi, Mr. Obvious. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Well, thanks very much, caller. How can I help? Uh, well, Mr. Obvious, I, I need some advice on cooking a turkey. I tried cooking one the last five years, and uh, I, I just haven't had any success. Well, now, let's start at the beginning. Do you have a big roasting pan? Well, I sure do, Mr. Obvious. Good. Now, do you have an oven? Well, of course I do, Mr. Obvious. I'm no idiot, Mr. Obvious. I'm not like a lot of those people that call your show. Oh, now, please don't take offense at this question. Do you actually have a turkey? Sure, Mr. Obvious. I got a nice big uh, 25-pound turkey. Great. Have you stuffed your turkey collar? Oh, yeah. That's all done. Preheated the oven? Yep. Well, caller, I, I don't mind telling you, Mr. Obvious is a little bit puzzled at this point as to why you haven't been able to successfully cook your turkey in the past. Well, I, I am too, Mr. Obvious. All right. Well, the, the problem is the turkey's just, just too tough. Hmm, too tough, you say? Oh, yeah, real, real tough. Now, do you baste the turkey? <laughs> uh, yep, I, I tried that, and uh, it, it didn't seem to help. Have you thought about putting the turkey in a bag? In... In a bag, Mr. Obvious? Yes, sir. Recaller, many people swear by this method of cooking a turkey. That, that sounds kind of hard, Mr. Obvious. Hard? <laughs> why, Why no, caller? It's not hard at all. <laughs> well, if you say so, uh, can you hang on a second? I, I can give it a try while I got you on the phone here. Well, uh, normally Mr. Obvious is pressed for time, but for a caller like you, I'll spare a few seconds. Go ahead, put your turkey in the bag. I'll hold on. Oh, great. Thanks, Mr. Obvious. Uh, I'll be right back. All right, come here, boy. Get in this bag. What? What's, here going, now. what's going on there? Right. Oh, oh, no. Calm down, boy. What, what the heck? Oh, get in the bag, little feller. What, what's going on there? Oh, call don't call her. Don't fight me. Call her. Oh, Hello? Oh, Dad, come on. Why do I even try? Oh, boy. Uh, Mr. Obvious? Uh, yeah, yes, call her. Yeah. It's not going to work. I'm telling you, he's just too tough. I, I can't get him in there. I figure even if I did get him in there, if he can get out of a roasting pan like he has in the last five years, I don't see how paper bag is going to hold him very long. Uh-huh. Your turkey's alive, isn't he? Oh, yeah, he's, he's alive. There's no doubt about that. He's a tough old bird. Uh-huh. You've been trying to cook the same live turkey for five years, Carl? Sure have, and uh, haven't had a bit of success, Mr. Obvious. Well, I can't help but saying Mr. Obvious is saddened by this turn of events. I know what you mean, Mr. Obvious. Uh, my little girl, she gets sad every year. Try to pop this dog on turkey in the oven. Hey, hey, here's an idea. Have you ever thought about killing the turkey? <laughs> Tell you what, Mr. Obvious, I've sure thought about it a couple times. Man, when that sucker bites me, I just want to wring his neck. I've never been so mad that I actually seriously thought about killing him. Uh-huh. Caller, you you can't cook the turkey until he's dead. R- really? Yes, really. You cook dead turkeys, not live ones. Hmm. Uh, I never made the connection. Yeah. Hey, that's all the time we have for today. Hey, Mr. Obvious? Yes, Caller. Thanks, Mr. Obvious. You're a lifesaver. I appreciate it. Join us next week for another. Hey, Mr. Obvious? Yeah. Uh, one more thing. Uh, uh-huh. How long do turkeys typically live? Join us next week on the Mr. Obvious Show. Fabulous Mr. Obvious. Um, 
and a special veterans request. I have one. Going out to uh, the Navy. And Joe. Uh, you're welcome, Joe. What? I have a Navy request as well. Oh. This old request, he says the only request this old Navy veteran could ask for is for Christy Lee to give me an on-air shout-out. Well, thank you, Keith. I hope you're doing well. How about that? Yeah. That's very Keith, sweet. the old tar, you. Ah, uh, Keith. Okay. Um, now, well, you had a news story earlier what? about Hyundai. Or how do you pronounce Hyundai. it? In Korea? Hyundai. 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 Like Sunday. Hyundai. Well, if you lived in Hyundai. Korea, I guess it's Hyundai. Hyundai. That's what they said. Yeah. Okay. Hyundai. That doesn't really. Uh, uh, the point is. Fit they, our world, though, Josh. <laughs> maybe. They have developed. I think if you listen to a TV commercial, it'll be Hyundai, not Hyundai. Hyundai. Crotch airbag. They've developed a crotch airbag. I don't believe anything you're Jumps out insane. from between your legs. Oh! <laughs> Come here. Get a load of this. Um, uh, this from a stunt performer for 15 years. He goes, every time I strap in, we have a vehicle crotch belt known as the submarine belt to keep you from sliding under the lap belt. Okay, yeah. Uh, I would imagine you you would absolutely want that. Mm -hmm. So this is different. This is an actual airbag type thing that will pop up between your legs, right? Yes, apparently. Uh, Hyundai and Kia designed the new seat-mounted airbag. It'll deploy from the seat base between your thighs and locks you in place so you cannot slide forward or sideways during a crash. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Again, would the... the you, you've you been in a car where the airbag went off, Josh. Said it's like getting punched in the face, kind of? Kind of, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a very alarming. Yeah. And all this powder flies all over the place, and there's a rough evidently, smell. And evidently, that powder is cornstarch. Mm-hmm. It helps the bag to deploy properly. Mm. Wow, okay. I'm just telling you. So this thing would deploy around the groin area, though. How about yeah. that? Yeah. You I'm glad I'm not a guy. <laughs> I don't think you've uh, ever deployed around the groin area. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> of all of us. More of a pearl necklace guy? I hear you. I, I see you. I see you making that face and going, that's that's nasty. Oh. I can see it. Once again, a gentleman would never discuss this, right. such things. Oh, uh, yeah, when we come back, Christy, what's in the news like over the there? Master of. Uh, coming up, <laughs> we have Edvard Monk's The Scream. We have The Glory Days for folks. I kind of have to agree with this study, I think. What When people look back, what their yeah, best what years their were? what their best years were. Okay. 17. Okay, 17? Well, you can't play. You're not a senior. I peaked early, baby. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Good to know. All and if you want to do mushrooms while you're skiing this year in Colorado, check it out. <laughs> okay. Also, RIP in the news. We've got a couple of obits uh, we got to get to coming up. This yeah. is the Bob and Tom Show. Got something to say? Send us an email. Bob and Tom at BobandTom.com. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the Poetry for Neanderthals, Not Safe for Work Edition News Desk. Present. There's Pat Godwin. Hello. You know, don't treat yourself about things in life that you can experience. One of those would be watching Pat Godwin in the break room. <laughs> should we just have that camera to have a I separate think, feed? I, I just happened to walk by. I was yeah. tossing the can away. and He's there with his, uh, he's trying to nega- na- navigate his, uh, his Starbucks cup. And he, he dropped it. He drops his cup. <laughs> and it just, he's cursing. And bend over now. Bend over and he's like, he's, somebody shot him. Oh! It's like, know, I'm 90. Like that. And anyway. 
Uh, maybe we should sell that. It's like uh, the Bob and Tom experience, part of it. The, the be, Pat Cam. You can have access to the Pat Groaning and moaning all day. There's Josh Arnold. Gee. Hey, there's Ace Cosby. Hey. There's Willie Griswold. I pay for the Patreon. You yeah. kidding me? Oh, yeah. Patrick. <laughs> Spend a day with Pat. <laughs> what are we doing now? Uh, shut up. We're lying. Come on. Get over here. Um, <laughs> we got a tale to tell. Yeah. Ace, I've got good news for you. Just not, keep nodding your head, yes. Uh, good news for Ace. Let's see. Okay, now we we've only pro- got one more joke to go. One right? more? No, no, we've no, only done two. We we missed one. Yeah, we did. What? We did double doses. Right. Once again, we had a, a, we had a, a, a United States military veteran <laughs> reporting for duty from England. Yeah, wanted to hear an Ace Cosby joke of the day every hour. I insist we double up then, like he's doing a set. <sighs> well, we have to double do up. one. Ooh. We, have, we have to do one right now to keep up with the uh, demand here. Uh, what do you call a can opener that doesn't work? Hmm. What? A can opener. A can opener. Can't opener. <laughs> that was a three, ladies and gentlemen. I'm laughing at Josh making fun of <laughs> the enthusiasm with which he's received that joke. Come on, one more. Let's do the fourth. Uh, give it up one more time for his Oh, we're doing it. Back to back. My male member was in the uh, Guinness Book of World Records. <laughs> it was. I went in the library and said, "Put that down." That was a selfie of the day. So it's actually in the. He reach. just flopped it over in the book. There. Yeah. yeah. Book, See yeah. that? Book See book. what happened there? <laughs> the library. Dick Mark. Yeah, well, the librarian wasn't happy. No. Uh, Everybody. Uh, to the place. They were singing yesterday. Yeah, and if you didn't game. see that, yeah, try try to catch that. It's really it's heartwarming. It is Speaking heartwarming. of the NFL, uh, good news for you. We're Ace. all Americans at heart. I think is good what news that for says. you, Ace. Okay. <laughs> this is from Mark Patrick, um, uh, friend of the show, oh, a awesome. veteran of this program. He says, remember, uh, no, Ace, I should point out, is a huge um, uh, Las Vegas Raiders fan. Uh, Mark writes, remember, since the Colts were playing the Raiders in Nevada, the result of the game will not be official until next Thursday. <laughs> See, Ace, so there's still, there's, there's still hope. That's fine, fine piece of work. Uh, Christy Lee's at the Bob and Tom News Desk. Today we call it the Poetry for Neanderthals, Not Safe for Work Edition News, that game available at Target. Honey, I'm never safe for work. No, she ain't. Oh, wow. She ain't. I think she said she's naughty, Tom. Oh, wow. She's naughty. a bad girl, that Christy she's Lee. She's a bad girl. <laughs> you want to see her in the green room? Yeah. Hey, a recent survey of 2000. Kind of Christmassy, sort of a pink and green room. Seniors. <laughs> All right. Finds that many feel their 20s and 30s were the happiest years of their oh, lives. We loved it. Just cram it. The poll conducted by Bright Star Care found that 30% of those over the age of 65 would choose to relive their 30s, while 25% would relive their 20s. That's right. I was drinking, killing Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a hell of a cigarettes. <laughs> it was the Battle of the Bulls. How those Japanese got over to Europe, I'll never know. I was getting a check from the government. Time of my life. I never felt better. I haven't <laughs> felt joy since I left So the wait a second. So yeah. the essence of this oh is that more of those would choose to relive their 30s than their 20s. Yes. What I would, would say you that, say? I would say that's because when they were in their 30s, they probably had more money. Man, I would relive my 20s. They were so well, They fun. probably had their kids and they, 
you know, family life and, uh, and really enjoying it. Ah, uh, I didn't have kids. But still, it was even the, fun. But only thirty percent. So the other seventy percent, huh? Yeah, they said something else, didn't they? Well, 30% said they would choose their 30s. 25 said their 20s. So now we're down to, what, 45% of I gotta those? i got to say mid-40s. Uh, really? 50s, yeah. Those I'll go back anywhere where I'm less sore. Send me back just a few years where I don't feel like I've been thrown off an airplane without a parachute. If you had a chance to redo... This is going to be a horrible question. Oh God! One major decision. What would it be? I, <laughs> I do not do not I, limit Chick to one. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. You need to play another Mr. Obvious so I can, <laughs> so I can strangle her. <laughs> yeah. Remember, she's saucy today. Remember what she yeah, said? Yeah, she's naughty. Oh, she's yeah. Naughty. Are you out of your mind? I'm just asking. The survey asked that. I didn't. Well, ask what did people say? That question. Twenty percent. Tom said they would have saved more money. Okay. Fourteen percent. Would have invested earlier. That's kind of the, same, the same, isn't thing. it? Yeah. Thirty-nine wish they'd received better advice about money when they were younger. Seems to be a theme here. Yeah. Still, thirty-six percent said regardless. Thirty <laughs> percent said I would have developed a taste for dog food sooner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that I way yeah, it me. wasn't such a shock. <laughs> that, that way, yeah, since I pissed away it. all my money. I, I really is, someone you know. had given me advice on living without heat. <laughs> <laughs> Bought more coats. <laughs> Boy, if we didn't laugh, we cry. Huh? Still, thirty-six. Well, the good news is, I got a lot of those hard-on pills. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that'll keep me warm. That in a, that in a toaster. Regardless of the past, they are happy with their life as it is. Is that right? And the same percentage of respondents felt that the errors they made in the past taught them valuable life lessons. Very happy. No now, kidding. Don't get me wrong. You can't wait for it to end. But I still, it's taking forever. Would you, every day is the same. Have any advice for your younger self? Oh, yes. What, what would yours be? Oh, watch more porn. Come on. <laughs> no, uh, it'd probably would probably be to relax a I'd little say, bit. I'd say get that toupee early on so that way when you, know you, what? <laughs> when you go balls at 40, no one's going to be stunned. <laughs> there was a particular point in my life where I, if I would have listened to my gut more, I would have, but I didn't. And That's, I should have. Right here, follow your intuition. Yes, I should have. Well, there are a lot of people that follow their intuition. And right I have the regretted it. <laughs> I've regretted it almost every minute, yeah. uh, every day. Yeah. What, is, what does Donnie say? Uh, hindsight is 50-50. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 hmm. Other respondents said accept challenges and don't be afraid to seize life. Yes. yes. Uh, nice, nice and vague. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, for uh, Pete's sake. They, they mean something. Yeah, I, a lot of these people answered the question. No, no. What was the exact wording of the question again? Of which question? There were a couple. The first of something back. The first one. Um, the poll conducted by Bright Star. Um, the happiest years of your life. What decades would they be? What years? Well, if I could remember the question, <laughs> those were good years. I, I, uh, uh, I don't care what decades, so long as you take me back to when I had control of my <laughs> anus. <laughs> Well, um, yeah, it makes everything difficult. Now. Sure. Now, you lose control okay, of now, in general, I can't answer, be more than thirty feet away from a toilet. I wish they'd ask this question: At what age were you your best looking? Today? Oh, I can answer that. Today for me? Really? No, oh, I'm way hotter than I ever was. You are. You look good. God bless it. I'm. <laughs> Anybody want to take this? No, no. Let him. Let him. Uh, let him go. 
Do you have a? What do you think, Christy? You think I, I, not just for yourself? Mid two thousands for me, I guess. No, but I mean, what, what age? At what age are you? You think you're your best looking? Uh, I was probably forty five. Really? Well, that's yeah. nice. Very good. See, I'm forty four. Yeah. Hot. 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 Chick, hot. you're hot now. I'm hot. Hot. Check you, me out. What do you call an old guy like Chick that's hot? Hot. Oh, I love this joke. Uh, <laughs> a dilf. A gilf. A dilf. A ga- grandpa. Yeah. Oh, a grandpa. I'd like. Yeah. A gilf. Yeah. Gilfy gilf gilf. I oh. think that's what somebody called Jeff Saturday that was in my presence over the weekend, and I go, "You realize he's not that old." He looks great. He looks great. He's yeah. uh, he's um, when he was playing, obviously he carried a little more weight. But you remember when that. we used to talk to him? That that, that, that was that, his. That, that. And I don't think he addressed this on the air, but one of his biggest struggles was keeping weight on. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, he really. He just could not, you know, because you need that bulk sure. when you're down in there. Yeah. But he was never a Should big I guy. I imagine you drink a lot of your meals just because the calorie. Yeah, just high calories. A lot of insure. And once again, yeah. that, that was one of the big stories, of course, of the week with uh, Jeff Saturday becoming the head coach of the Colts. And uh, the first game where he was in command, they did win. Well, well done, Jeff. Yeah, well. no kidding. And everyone who knows him says the same thing, which is he is a great guy i'd like to meet him you guys all have mm-hmm. he's a great guy he so, actually josh he texted me saying i specifically don't want to meet josh arnold what yeah. the heck yeah that's he, weird he called you <laughs> i can never mind <laughs> he called you me, were being what, mean. What he say? called me something you've been you wanting to call me mean. he called you he called yes. you dickless is what he called you <laughs> and i, I couldn't true. believe it that's right time to move forward here um right now uh, sounds like something he'd say give me the uh give me the teaser christy uh, coming up, we have uh, the Rockefeller tree ushers in the Christmas season in New York City. Um, we have a fourth grader who saved a life. Possibly. No, he didn't. <laughs> uh, it's a she, isn't it? Uh, I think, well, then, no, I know it. Thanks, Josh. That's very helpful. Jesus. Right now, I want to talk about the holidays. We're going to be talking about the Rockefeller tree. Also, we're going to be talking about Hello Fresh. Delicious chef crafted recipes coming right to your door. How does it work? They do the shopping, they box it up, they do the measuring, and it's all fresh ingredients. Every week, more than 35 new recipes to choose from, and there's always something new to try, and there's always something that fits your particular, let's just call it food lifestyle. Maybe you like uh, good old fashioned comfort food, maybe you're doing low carb, maybe low cal. Even if you're a vegan, HelloFresh has something for you pre portioned ingredients, easy to follow recipes. They're on these big cards. Like Willie has, what's that one over there? One of my favorites, the pork carnitas tacos with pickled onion and Monterey Jack cheese. HelloFresh is going to send you 12 ingredients. You put those together in six easy steps. And in just over a half hour, you have this delicious, colorful taco dish that you made at home with help from our friends at HelloFresh. Famous for their 20-minute meals. It's restaurant-quality food. You're doing it at home, having some fun. Great for date night, Josh. Get started today. HelloFresh.com slash show 65 YBT Show 65 to knock 65% off plus free shipping from HelloFresh. So now is the time to give it a shot. Once again, the code is BT Show 65, 65% off and free shipping. HelloFresh.com slash BT Show 65. Shrooms on the way. Also, um, uh, there's an interesting movie was made about a interesting story and uh, the guy's dead. We'll tell you about it when we come back. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Hey there, good looking. <laughs> Christy Lee. To pick you up later. At the news desk. There she is. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, chick. There's Josh Arnold. 
Hello, I've got a veteran request here that is the, uh, well, to end all veteran requests. We'll put it that way. Oh, boy. There's Ace and we have a coda to one of the previous ones. There's okay. Willie, Willie Griswold, I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold, and here's Josh Arnold. You got a letter? Dear Bob and Tom, 12-year United States Army veteran. I had knee surgery last week, so I've been laid up in bed since Wednesday. Left knee, right knee. Weenie. It is his weenie. <laughs> oh, not, Really? Yes, Boy, you don't right. want that in the sling. I'd like to make a super special Veterans Day request. Boy, this is something. Mm. Could I request that Josh and Chick both give Tom a nice, sweet kiss on the top of the head? <laughs> and when they're finished, I want Tom to say, oh, what a lovely tea party. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what? I think you had me going. <laughs> Up right up to the oh what a lovely tea so, party! So I, I kiss him on top of the head. You kiss him on the top of the head. So is the, is the pain medication interfering with his so, erection? So what's going? On? Tom looks up and says, "Oh what a lovely tea party!" He say, Erickson goes on to say, "If Tom doesn't agree to this, the terrorists win, <laughs> and it will be the worst Veterans Day okay. ever for well, this I, poor bedridden well, I have a uh, infantry I, vet. I have a curveball. Okay, I, I don't agree to it." <laughs> For a lot of reasons. And then mostly. he says, P.S., maybe some Uncle B.S. from Tim Wilson. Uh, okay, well, all of mostly these things would be possible if we didn't already have something booked for this segment. I don't. So want we'll to, have to come uh, back to that. I don't want to get up. Right now, we're going to check in with comedian oh, Reno right. Collier. Ah. Either, either move to somewhere else in the house or clean up your Jesus. garage. Yeah. 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 What is that? Once again, Reno uh, calling from his garage. They won't leave. They wow, won't you're... leave. Who's in your house? Remember? I've had people in my house for three weeks. They're my step grandkids and there's seven of them and my next door neighbor saw the seven-year-old in the back porch with the dog and goes are you enjoying your visit and he goes visit we live here now and I'm oh like, boy oh this is go. terrible yeah. okay well um, it's something special yeah. <laughs> so i guess whenever you go shopping and you come back with a bag you stack them up there right behind you huh looks like sure, you sure. them. yeah i chuck them i chuck them they're all these yeah very uh yeah you know, that way you don't have to buy them every time, but then I forget them, so they stack up in the piles of 800. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I do how's that. The, uh, how's the temperature down there, Reno? A little chilly? It's getting colder in the garage as yeah. this goes on. Yeah, yeah, that's um, right. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the ironing chilly. board so is a lovely color, <laughs> yes. color of brown. You know what would uh, warm, up the, uh, warm up the garage once you uh, start that car? <laughs> <laughs> See what happens. I thought yeah. about it. Yeah, I, I bet you it. have. I, I bet you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just need someone to keep hitting the gas so it doesn't take so long. <laughs> so you don't, you don't have an end date on that, huh? All right. No, no. The painters, uh, painters just can't seem to get it done. Two Ooh. days turned into three weeks, and oh boy. Uh, yeah, I'd love to tell you the name of the company, but it's probably illegal. Okay. <laughs> so, so these folks are having their house painted, and that's why they're living at your yeah. house. Yeah, and I feel bad for them, too. They have a dog that's bigger than Bo, and they're just <laughs> prison going at it constantly. And oh. it's uh, it, it's not easy on anybody. Okay. It's not. Um, well, yeah. um, now, before we get to your segment, I wanted to feature something. Uh, comedian Chad Daniels was in here one day, and um, we were uh, responding to a news story about a guy who I think he was a president of his class or something at, uh, at Lehigh University. Am I getting this right? Mm-hmm. And he robbed a bank. Remember this story? Mm-hmm. And, and we played the piece earlier today, but the first time we aired it, there was a uh, technical issue. Um, uh, we had forgotten to uh, edit out one of the words uh, in the uh, in the presentation. This is that version of the – this is the first time it aired. Now, we have since 
uh, bleeped it, but uh, this is um, how it sounded. To be honest, I'd never heard of the first bank that treats you like you're the Lehigh University class president turned bank robber. <laughs> but since it seemed to fit me to a T, I told the bank manager that I had a 3.9 GPA, was a member of several extracurricular programs, volunteered at the nursing home, and if he didn't give me all the cash in the drawer, I'd blow his f***ing head off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what well, I remember. Yeah, that's that's yeah, the that's, that's the sound of that's the way I remember it. me scrambling to hit the hit the other button. Yeah. To um, you can see how that happened. Reno. Oh yeah, yeah that was uh, very unfortunate. Um, great news story though, very interesting. Uh, and it goes on from there. It's quite clever. Uh, Mike Mark got a Tommy Award for his performance in that. By the way, it was, it was excellent. In the meantime, we return to uh, comedian Reno Collier. And uh, Reno, uh, no, are you on the road this week? Uh, yeah, but I'm doing corporate stuff um, in Birmingham, and then in, I'm flying to Denver Thursday, and then Nebraska. Cool. Um, yeah, so it's busy, but I don't have to sell the tickets, which makes it so much easier. Okay, you know? okay. You gonna go uh, see Larry at the compound in Nebraska? No, huh. no, I'm just gonna go <laughs> do my show and head back to the. House. It's not. It's not by his house. Nebraska is a big. Big state, Josh. Long. No, Boy. No, no. Didn't mean to bother you, Reno. I'm just kidding, dude. Sounds like somebody no, would say, hey, uh, Larry, I'm in the Nebraska area. I'd like to come by. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Larry? Larry, the cable guy, of course, has a much bigger garage than the one you're currently living in. He he sure does. He sure does. Uh, and I'm, But it probably is just as messy. So I but I believe that. Yeah. Okay. He just has instead of all these bags, he has tour buses stacked up. <laughs> yeah. Filled with Prilosec. He doesn't have <laughs> he doesn't have a two car garage. He has a cars two garage. It's all the money he made from That's cars two. Very good. It fits twenty two wow. cars. Well done, Willie. Very good indeed. Uh now um, Reno, you have a very special segment that you call um is it the uh, country fried take? Country fried take, yes, sir. What do you got today? So in this day and age, as in all previous generations, you hear older people complain about kids who are a bunch of entitled, spoiled brats. And they are, but it's our fault. We've raised them as a generation to think they are entitled and owed a life without real struggle. They can play Little League, lose 32 to 1, and then be given an award and celebrated like they did something courageous for trying. And they did do something. They sucked. <laughs> Sorry. I'm living in the garage. Give me a break. <laughs> That's a terrible lesson to carry into adulthood. If you work as a teacher, take your class on a field trip and come back with one of 33 kids, I promise you, you won't be celebrated for just getting the one. <laughs> you, you have to learn at a young age. Sometimes you win and sometimes you lose and be taught how to be good at both. If you make excuses for your kid, like the only reason you lost the game was because the referee sucked and it's unfair and, 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 you know, it's not your fault, Timmy. You'll be saying the same thing to him in 10 years about the judge. Oh, Timmy, <laughs> the only reason you're going to jail is because the judge sucked. When you get there, remind them you're allergic to peanuts and like your head rubbed while you fall asleep. <laughs> well, guess what? 
one of those things is going to happen, and you better hope it involves peanuts. <laughs> Not to mention, we learn more from losing than we do winning. If you want your kid to display empathy, they need their ass kicked to have the ability to know what it feels like for things not to go your way. If your kid's in a position to help a friend in need and the worst thing they've ever been through is they have to take a bite of pizza before they finish their cake, your kid's advice to the other kid is pretty much limited to screw them. Do what I do. Just come completely unglued and go off the rails in a public place. They'll give in. Oh, yeah, they always give in. And now there's two peckerheads off to the races and it goes and it goes. I was behind a mom and a dad with a van full of kids in a fast food drive through and something was wrong with her order. So someone threw the drink back in the window at the employee. Oh, now, first of all, you're an idiot for treating people who handle your food like that. I've worked in restaurants and seen what happens to food when customers are jerks. One restaurant I worked at, the cooks called it adding the hot mustard. <laughs> To this day, I don't know exactly what that is, but I'm pretty sure you don't want it in your mouth. <laughs> Secondly, that's a human being working to support themselves and their family. Just because you're looking for someone to dump on because your life sucks doesn't mean you're some burger queen. You think the drive through people like listening to your dumbass kids screaming in their headsets, then your brat kid gets a nine piece with only eight in it and you throw a drink at him. You want to know why your kid's a dick? Because you're a dick. <laughs> I don't know which parent chucked it. And the, but I can tell you this, the mom had on workout clothes and apparently the parking lot was too far away to walk in the restaurant and handle it. <laughs> and, if it was the, and if it was the dad, you should be ashamed of yourself that I can't tell the difference of who threw it. <laughs> you just showed all your kids how to react when there's a minor screw up. How about if that happened to you at your job, lady? You're getting ready to sucker all your wine mom friends into some neighborhood pyramid scheme. You put out your pigs in a blanket, your short one, and one of your day drinking friend yells out, you shorted this one, you old hag, and rifles a white claw at your head. <laughs> I do a scenario for the dad, but judging by his throwing motion, it would be the same story. <laughs> I just think it's unfair to blame kids for acting one way while many of us have shown them by our example that it's actually acceptable. Kids learn from our actions, not our words. And if we want to change the tide, it starts with us. Let's encourage them because eventually we're going to need someone to wipe our ass and change our diapers. And if we don't teach them empathy, we'll all be sitting in it. I'm Reno Collier, <laughs> and that's my country fried take. Thank you, Very Reno. nice, Reno. Well done. Thank you, my friend. Oh, boy. Well, Reno, we're going to let I live you, in the garage. Let you get back to your garage. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, say, say, hi to, say hi to Larry the Cable Guy for us. And, I'll tell him you all said hi. Okay, yeah. very good. Thanks, Reno. See you, Reno. Thanks, bye, guys. Reno. Yeah, I, I didn't want to force Reno to sit through the uh, obituary segment of our program. Uh, we have a couple of uh, hmm? deaths in the showbiz, if you will. Gallagher, the long-haired watermelon-smashing comedian, has passed away. He died at the age of 76 after a brief illness with a beret on his head and a few simple props from a can of oil to a bullwhip. The man born Leo Anthony Gallagher Jr. built a nationwide following in the 70s and 80s. His act included observational humor, political commentary, and of course his trademark sledgeomatic destruction. Ah, yes. He was in here a couple times. He was not particularly popular among a lot of other comedians. No. Um, but, um, we had kind of a weird run in with him. He came in. Do you remember this one? The yeah, last he wasn't came, in a good mood that day. He, he had just not made the list yeah, of the top 100 comedians. I think that's what uh, oh, started it. Yeah, he that was, tipped him off. He was very off. upset about it. Oh, bummer. Remember, he always used to say, uh, the Avon lady 
may ring your chimes, but me and this hammer ring one time or something like that. Mm. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed he, him. I saw him live a couple times. Yeah, I, I, I think um, he sort of was unfairly. I think he set a record for uh, Showtime specials. I know. Yeah, he, it, he, it, back in the day, it was yeah. it was him and who? Uh, what? Uh, who was the other guy? I'm only going to tell you one more time, and then you're going to write it down. What is it? John Biner. John Biner. Yeah. <laughs> write it down. Well, and he was just on a show that was on Showtime. He wasn't doing But he, he, was, he was showing up a lot. The, the, uh, in any event, uh, Gallagher, Since, I, I love the move where he... from Gallagher he, being he, on a show? It have to be a special. Gallagher had many stand-up well, specials. John Biner had many bizarre... He, Episodes? The show was, yes, the same thing. What's it's the not the same. Those are two it's different things. absolutely the same thing. <laughs> You're defending Gallagher in my presence. <laughs> That's jo- right. John Biner's still alive, right? Yeah. And the only way reason people watch Bizarre was because there were naked ladies on it every week. And we, yeah. We're so. getting used to it. There were naked ladies on it? Oh, oh sure yeah. were. Oh, on Showtime? Oh, yeah. Oh. The early days of cable. Yeah. That and Dream I, On for a long That and the girls working out. In, 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 any, event, in, in any event, Gallagher. Oh, sure. uh, <laughs> Why don't you go fish? He was... It was... Somewhat dated, <laughs> like all comedy. So, hmm. um, well, now Gallagher too can drop the two off his name. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Did now, Gallagher, you, did you, you ex- hear that response? <laughs> Do you want to explain? It that? could be the Gallagher that's still alive. Do you want to explain that, Josh? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Gallagher's brother was going out as Gallagher too. Uh, apparently, uh, apparently he had his brother's permission to go out and do the act. Okay. But you want to explain yeah. it, Tom? <laughs> well, no. I mean, the way you're explaining it is that you're but leaving then, out the most important part. But then they got into a fight, right? Right. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Shouldn't have said it. Okay. Did you see Gallagher or Gallagher too? I saw John Biner. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not oh. playing anymore. Oh. I don't know why that set him uh, off. Okay. I, it didn't uh, set me off. Stop. I'm playing along with You're the grumpiness. You're still setting off. <laughs> the man who inspired the Steven Spielberg film The Terminal has died. One of Spielberg's lesser films. And he died fittingly in Paris's Charles de Gaulle Airport over the weekend. I believe John Biner flew in there once. According to... <laughs> just, shut up. Now, like now Chris. Let's watch it. According to an official with the Paris Airport Authority, Maran Karimi Nasari died after a heart attack in the airport's Terminal 2F. Well, that'll do it. Nasari lived in the airport's Terminal 1 from 1988 until 2006. First in legal no, limbo didn't. because he lacked residency yeah, he papers. Did. Later, by apparent choice, Uh-oh. from 1988. What? To 2006. And he stayed movie? at the airport until 2006 when he was hospitalized and then later lived in a Paris shelter. But in the weeks before his death, he began living again at Charles de Gaulle Airport. There you go. Again? Sounds like facts, Josh. What's the <laughs> story? Try whipping John Biner into this one. Okay. Loosely inspired 2004's The Terminal, starring Tom Hanks, as well as a French film, Lost in Transit, and an opera called Flight. God, that has to be insufferable. (laughs) (laughs) A story about a mentally disturbed guy that would prefer living in the airport. Man. Mm. I do like that movie, honestly. I think it's... But yeah, it's also, it's Tom Hanks, you know. Exactly. B.O.-ridden, stinky, (laughs) (laughs) screwed up, homeless guy living in the airport. Well, sorry, we can't wait for our flight because the B.O. King is over. The B.O. King. (laughs) 
Who are you guys talking about? Oh, the guy taking a dump behind the Cinnabon. <laughs> They're going to spread. Why his... wouldn't he go to the bathroom? There are plenty you of. You know there's a bathroom behind the Cinnabon. <laughs> <laughs> the Cinnabon. Uh, they're going to spread his I'd ass. I never do it in hallway. <laughs> <laughs> I feel more alive. I never felt more alive. <laughs> now, did he die in the airport? Yeah. That yes. was the whole point. No, that was Gallagher. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Where are they going to spread his ashes, Tom? They're going to put him in a watermelon and God Gallagher's going to smash him. Introduced, by, I don't know. introduced by John Biner, host of the show. Oh, yeah. know you guys know that. Put his ashes in the designated smoking area at the airport. Oh, man. <laughs> the guy obviously had mental, mental issues if he moved Maybe back he liked airport. living in the airport. Well, great. Yeah. I'd like living in the White House, but I don't go over there and just move Look in. at the room he had. It hadn't cost anything. <laughs> Hang on. Ace wants to, God knows what, add something. Well, also last week we lost one of the great voices of rock and roll, Dan McCafferty from Nazareth. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. That hurts. Are so, you kidding me? So and this is how you tell me. <laughs> right now, I want to remind you. Um, what a week I'm having. Tonight's NFL game Monday. features Chick's team. And Kevin Conroy also passed away, the voice of Batman. For that's, 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 that's true. true too. Um, and Bud Friedman. Are we going to keep going? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't have time. Uh, the NFL season, every Westwood One NFL broadcast streams live for free. Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday night, the Thanksgiving games, the Christmas games, the International Series, every postseason game. You can listen on the NFL app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's the NFL and it's on Westwood One. Tonight's game features your commanders and uh, they're taking on the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. Is that correct? Yeah. And you have not picked this game. Is that no, also Philadelphia correct? is going to score as many points as they want to. Remember I said that? Okay. okay. Until you, they get tired. <laughs> but you don't feel like making that an additional shooting no, pick? No, Tom. Please. Not today. Please. Okay. I'm not going to I'm not gonna say anything. I didn't. I said please, earlier in the show today. I wouldn't put any pressure on you. He's grieving. I mean, the guy from uh, Nazareth died. Yeah. Uh, and you, I just heard about it like five minutes ago. Can I have a moment? <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> love her. By, the, by the way, nice tag. You think love hurts? <laughs> this kid, this is if you're going to tag a segment, that's the way to go. Good Lord. <laughs> Shout out recent deaths. Um, <laughs> how about this? Here's a question you can answer, Chick. What's your sleep number setting? 100, Tom. A firm mattress. That's the way Daddy likes it. Christy Lee? 45. Actually, no, I changed it to 40. Okay, you're back down. Yeah, down well, to you're 40. going to be on the floor before we know it. <laughs> Another couple weeks. Proven quality sleep is very important, and sleep number knows what they're talking about in this realm. That's why they've developed the mattress famously that can be adjusted at the touch of a button and either side has its own setting. So when it comes to firmness, you're going to get where you want. Also, these smart mattresses help you decide what the special firmness level for you should be. And they've done a lot of research into the technology of sleeping, what you need to do to get better sleep, and temperature-wise, what's going on. That's a huge thing, and Sleep Number is all about helping you get better sleep. And right now, they're all about saving you a huge amount of money, 40% on the famous Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, for a brief period of time here, special financing is available. So now's the time. Go to your favorite Sleep Number store, which you will find online at sleepnumber.com slash btshow. Sleep Number by by the way, is the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. By the way, this special event on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed is subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments are required. Details at sleepnumber.com. 
Com. Tell them the Bob and Tom Show sent you. And uh, coming up, we're going to try to squeeze in the Heimlich Maneuver and uh, a little bit of history. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Thanks for listening to the Bob and Tom Show this morning. Catch any part of the show you missed later today on our YouTube channel. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show at the Poetry for Neanderthals. Not safe for work edition news desk. It's Christy Lee. There's Pat Godwood. Hello. He's in the performance room. There's Josh Arnold. Hello. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. Manning the track phone hotline hot phone. There's Willie Griswold. Yep. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom taking a look at history, I think. Is that right, Tom? I was just reading more about this guy that uh, died at the uh, Charles de Gaulle Airport mm-hmm. in Paris. Mm-hmm. The guy lived in the airport. Yeah. God, from 1988 till 2006. That's, That's what I'm saying. A long time. Yeah. Wow. But he he died over the weekend. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Apparently, whatever he had was terminal. <laughs> yeah, that was... Hey! <laughs> the whole story back. Terminal. The name of the movie. Terminal is what he just said. <laughs> terminal. It was terminal. Okay. okay. Yeah. Officials in Wisconsin are saying a fourth grader saved a classmate from choking by performing the Heimlich maneuver on her. Essie Collier noticed one of her classmates was in distress during lunch. The nine-year-old girl recalled, quote, I just saw that she was holding her neck and I rushed up there as fast as I could. Oh, my gosh. Teacher Samantha Bradshaw said Essie wrapped her arms around the student and began performing the Heimlich. Her classmate's airway was cleared and within seconds, the girl was breathing fine. What a hero. Essie said she learned the technique two years earlier from a YouTube instructional video. The Racine uh, Unified School Board plans to honor Essie for her heroics at a board meeting later this month. As they should. Yes. But she learned it on YouTube. Yeah. Isn't that wild? So the lesson is teach the kids some of the stuff they're getting on YouTube. Right? I mean... Well, if they're good things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the real question is, can she write in cursive? We're teaching her that. <laughs> they got yeah, he found a way to... <laughs> yeah, he's against, he's against that. For those of you who don't know, he did. He wrote students. hurt you? And how is cursive in there? Yeah, yeah say exactly. It's just a total waste of time. It's not. Yeah, it really is. To teach the kids Chinese. They're going to need to know. Time now well, for... I shut up. That. <laughs> Today in history, let's uh, distract him. Uh, November... Uh, I don't know. 14... 14. Okay, let's see what happened on this date in yes, history. That's a great question. What is it? Oh boy, um, a, a gentleman by the name of Louis Timothy was Louis. hired as the first professional librarian in Philadelphia in 1732. Are you kidding me right now? With no, this? that's the, it. Must not be a very big day if that's the. No, it was. He said shh better than any of the other. Ah. He sure did. People going for the. <laughs> Shut uh, it down. 1851. Herman Melville's Moby Dick. First published in the United States, Isn't massive that? flop. Well, sure, did not become de- popular till the 1920s. Real depressing. Well, that's that's like winning the lottery when you're 99. Yeah. Isn't that? Yeah. Uh, isn't Moby's name like Herman Melville or something? Moby the the. Oh artist? no, kidding! I think so. that's where he got that. Or Herman, or maybe his last name's Melville. I'm not sure. I should have looked this up. What? But I, <laughs> Herman Melville wrote the book Moby. No, he's yeah, saying I the uh, musician Moby, the recording musician artist. Moby, oh, the recording oh, artist. Oh. They call him Moby because it has something to do. Or maybe his name's Whale. I don't know. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, name. Dick Whale. <laughs> That's his name. Uh, Why Dick are you looking Whale? at me? <laughs> 1882. Franklin Leslie kills who? Well, which is it? Franklin what, Leslie. What year? 1882. He shot uh, the Lord, uh, Lord of Ferdinand. Oh. 
Billy the Kid. <laughs> Chick, you were right. Moby's middle name is Melville. You were right. There you go. See? Boom. Billy the Kid shot in uh, 1882 in Tombstone, Arizona. Handy. Wait a minute. I thought... Yeah. Yeah. Good pizza. I thought... I thought Billy the Kid was... Uh, killed by oh no that's Jesse James never mind yeah Robert the, the coward Robert Ford Robert yeah. Ford yeah. Bobby, okay, uh, Bobby Ford here you go you'll love this one chick uh, 1993 we'll Miami Dolphins coach Don Shula yes. becomes the coach with the most wins in NFL history yes. 347 mm-hmm. I believe Mr Belichick I think he's on 325 Belichick just passed Hallis that's right and uh, or tied Hallis I forget which it is and. Um, to the moon, Alice. And the Alice, not Alice. <laughs> Although George Alice's wife named Alice. Alice, Alice, Alice. Isn't that something? Yes. They live in a palace. I hear. And sure she did. likes to put drinks in a chalice. Okay. Yeah, she sure does. How you doing? She loves right. a phallus. That's how she yeah. poisons. Yeah. She digs exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Huge phallus. Time now for things we learned. I'm brought a big to you by Napa Auto Parts. Size queen. Happy birthday to the king of England. <laughs> Napa Auto Parts stores. Charles III. 74 today. Son of a gun. Oh, you know the crown. Uh, yes, the new, season five. The tampon thing's coming up. <laughs> I heard that uh, okay. well, King Charles body. flew to the United States so we could get free uh, free meal at Denny's. <laughs> Isn't that good? Yeah. Things we yeah. learned today. Uh, great NFL games this weekend. Buffalo, Minnesota. You're not going to find a better game anywhere in the history of the world. Uh, Ace trash-talked real early <laughs> with an in-your-face for, uh, <laughs> for Willie. In-your-face. Uh, <laughs> did not go well. Jeff Saturday and the Colts win that game. Uh, the crowd... Lucky. Crowd in uh, Munich, uh, Buccaneers and the Seahawks. They evidently they like John Denver in Germany. And a Babe Ruth glove sold for one point five, one point five three million dollars. And uh, they had a, a, a congratulatory dinner at the top of the bat. What okay. I meant to say was congratulatory. Okay, uh, happy birthday to friends of the show, Harland Williams and Patrick Warburton. Oh. Uh, Thank you. And, and then uh, also Claude Monet. Who could forget that? That's my birthday. That's my birthday. Uh, uh, thank you so much. This okay. is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, thanks for listening to the Bob and Tom Show this morning. Get a look at today's show on our YouTube channel. Welcome to Talkville. The Ultimate Smallville Rewatch Podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.